Good evening all and welcome to the first Stasis chat of 2023. Today we have Sentinel, Stokes, a friendly past, BMG, and our wonderful guest tonight, Daz, or Darren, before I get in trouble. Uh, um, so yeah, what have we uh, all been playing this uh, last few weeks? I'll let Sentinel go first. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Man, that is such a nice microphone. That microphone you have is fantastic. I'm just saying. Who, mine? Yes, you. Yeah, um, my wife got it for me. She looked around and picked up the best mic she could find. So, you know. You have a good lady there. She looks after you some at Rotten. She even yes, got him a PlayStation does. 5. She's for like, Christmas, yeah. Oh, I heard about that one. Yep, and a new and a second controller and um, the charging thing for the controllers as well, and PlayStation oh. Plus Premium as well. So she, yeah. she's a keeper. Well, I hope yep. you're enjoying all that in the horizontal position. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, and you know, I have been playing my PS5 a lot. I know I'm primarily an Xbox guy, but you know, um, I've been playing back through Guardians of the Galaxy. It's on PlayStation Plus Premium. You know, and I, I did, I pre-ordered it, and I beat it on Xbox, um, but I saw it on PlayStation Plus Premium, and I said, what the hell? So I, I was playing through that again. Um, before that, I finished a playthrough of Mass Effect on PlayStation 5. You know, just have been having a lot of fun with the PS5, but, um, you know, I am looking forward to seeing what Xbox is going to tell us. So I might jump back to Xbox after they make those announcements. Oh, you dare. Don't you dare. You are, are you my just, host of the PSN uh, <laughs> podcast. You're just upset because I don't play Destiny 2. Look, Destiny oh, 2 is the best live service FPS game on the planet, and everybody you, should be playing it. Sentinel, you do know that Stasis Chat is actually a Destiny clan, don't you? What's that? It oh. started out as a Destiny podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah much like Destiny, it ran out of content in that format. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I'm going to be the bigger man and sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been playing, you know, um, not on my PS5, but I do keep going back to um, Vampire Survivors, of course, on the Xbox, because it's phenomenal. Has anyone downloaded it on mobile yet? Because it's free to play on mobile, isn't it? I'm surprised at you, BMG, now. because you're like the one person out of this entire group that loves mobile, and you haven't oh. downloaded it on mobile yet. What are you doing? Oh gosh, my time, my time is taken up by Marvel Snap. Oh my god, it, it just takes up so much of my day. I don't have time to do anything. Oh Jesus, best mobile game on the planet, <laughs> and it won. It won Mobile Game of the Year for XBL as well. It might have been the only game in the category, but it won. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Raza. Carry on. (laughs) Uh, Stubbs? What what have you been playing? Well, recently, because I heard... um, What's it called? BMG on on the uh, XBL the other night and he was saying that he was playing and finished Horizon Zero Forbidden um, Horizon Forbidden West sorry 
I'm back into that now, and I'm, I'm liking that. So, yeah, I thought oh, someone else beat me in another game. I suppose. There's no, no surprise there, is there? But yeah, I've been playing uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, a bit of uh, Vampire Survivors, even though I'm still, to this day, crap at it, still. Um, been playing... What else have I been playing? Been playing... Uh, a little bit of Destiny. The Microsoft did sort out my world points because the Xbox app wasn't letting me have the 500 points. But in the end, I I, I contacted through the Bing app uh, support and they gave me my 500 points. So I got them in the end because I bought the season pass, even though I haven't done nothing on it, really. Um... But yeah, and I've, I've, I've ordered a new broadband, uh, fiber optics, 500, 500 megabytes per second on the 2nd of February. It'll be coming. The next few weeks, I'll be, I'll be joining them, the PC Master Race too. Uh, I will fake, be. Fake community. It's not real. <laughs> right? <laughs> It's real. It's just a figment of your imagination. In this, in this panel, I'll be joining a friendly press in the PC community. Hell yeah. Um, PC mustard taste. <laughs> if, what kind of PC you get? I would be on PC myself, however, mine decided to go low. What, Paul? Mine blown up. That no, right. mine blown up. Really? Yeah. That's good. That's not. Kind of why I'm on my phone tonight. <laughs> so I'm I'm looking into seeing how I can fix it. Well, we'll get there. Um, BMG apart from Marvel Snap. One sec, one sec. Uh, Pest asked Stubbs what kind of PC he's getting. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that. Oh, I'm getting a PC, mate. Oh. Yeah, we know. He's getting a potato. For what kind of PC? PC is knowing the specifications and telling people that don't care, bro. Man. Yeah. He's getting a potato that overheats when he plays Doom. That's what he's getting. Really? (laughs) About a thousand pounds. It's it's, it's not not high end, no, but it it will play fairly decent PCs. I'm getting a 1440p monitor. Yeah, you could have a decent PC for that. I, I, I can play Crisis. Everyone keeps bringing this Crisis game up. That is Karen an old Jim, joke, I my can, friend. An old I, joke. I could play that on it, definitely. Oh, I'll send you the specs, but I haven't ordered it yet. I'm waiting for my refund to come off my laptop that I sent back. Maybe, maybe send me the, the specs and I'll keep you from making a huge mistake. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> yeah, but I've also I've also been having um, help from Luke Steele and the Indie Gamer. So. Well, I would, I would say you have excellent information then. Luke yeah. Steele. Luke Steel. It's probably, probably a pair of chat now. Luke Steel. <laughs> Every time we bring him up, he comes in the chat. Luke Steel. No, it's, it's Kenny Omega in disguise. I can't think that. I throw it to bed. You can find that weird when he hits and goes, Luke Steel. <laughs> Luke Steele makes Max Payne. <laughs> <coughs> Is he actually in chat? Because I can't see. 
Uh, on no, not yet. Not yet. No, but Dazrus is, and he's having a little <laughs> dig at you, mate. <laughs> you want to watch Fuck off, Daz. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, Daz, good lad. I've known him a great number of years. Good bloke. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have Windows well, 95 on your PC. We always take the piss out of each other. He's a good bloke, he is. Shout out to you, Dav. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say thanks to Masuko and Dazarus for joining us. And obviously the rest of the uh, chat, which is seemingly the panel. <laughs> so, first things first, seeing as though we're on... Hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 Wow. Blame BT for that. <laughs> well, I'll I'll go first then. Not like I feel like sharing with the group now that I've been abandoned. <laughs> so apart from playing the um, best mobile game on the planet, uh, Marvel Snap, as uh, Stubbs pointed out, um, I did um, play and finish Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, a bit slow to start. Open world gets a bit tedious, but the actual story is getting more into it. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, get, like like the first game, leaves it on a cliffhanger open for a third. Um, I highly recommend, if anyone can, play it. I'm sure I heard, you know, I heard that it may come to PC later this year. So um, that's worth keeping, keeping an eye out for because it's definitely worth playing. Um, I finished God of War as well, Ragnarok, finally. Absolutely brilliant game, start to finish. The, the story, the connection with the characters. Um, it's just, it probably is my game of the year. I absolutely love that game. It's brilliant. Um, on the Xbox side, I've been playing a bit of Witcher 3, a um, bit of Cyberpunk, um, a bit of uh, WWE 2K22, jumped a bit into that again. Uh, jumped back into Destiny just to get a few bits and bats that I needed. Need to crack on with the story. I need to get it done. I need to get it finished. Um, ready for Lightfall dropping 28th of February, I think. So I'll crack on with that. Uh, and I've downloaded but not played as of yet. I've got all the Tomb Raider games, the, the recent trilogy, so I'm going to start them. Seems they've received um, auto HDR and FPS boost on the Xbox Series X, so, but yeah, that's pretty much me. Aaron. Hi, thanks. thank you for the invitation. Um, I have just recently finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey, <laughs> 622 hours in total, all DLC, wow. all puzzles, etc. I'm not one wow. to sort of rush for a story, so yeah, 622 wow. hours. Damn. Full, Can you beat that, BMG? You're a true <laughs> fan. Can uh, you beat because, that? Because I'm doing a chronological timeline <laughs> run through. I'm on Origin. I've already done. I've I've already done all the start uh, Assassin's and, Creed in chronological oh, yeah. order. And oh, I'm, doing, I'm doing it. I'm doing it in uh, chronological timeline wise. So it's it's Odyssey, then Origins, then Valhalla, the first three. So I'm doing it that way. But 
to my sins all last year i had a certain bmg keep saying to me download the best game you'll ever play in your life and i kept saying no 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 oh, lord and then just before christmas i told stubsy and i told bmg i've gone and done it and they said you ain't i said yes i have gone and downloaded destiny <laughs> 2 all year i was denying the opportunity to deny it to download it and i gave in in the end can i just well. say good lad good lad <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to have a go at it in the next couple of days. So, uh, I, I, I gave in. I gave in. I didn't think I honestly would give in, but I thought, no, that's it. I'm going to go for it. Uh, before before we go any further, there's uh, just uh, an announcement to come up from Green Pass Gaming. If, uh, is it okay if I read it out, anime? Yeah, that's fine. All opposed? That'll do. Right, so this is from um, Green Pass Gaming, and that's uh, Luke Steele, um, S Scott SX2, Pugsley, and Flap. With a heavy heart, we have an announcement regarding the future of GPG. Over the past two and a half years, we've built an amazing community, a community filled with great people. However, it's become apparent that we aren't able to provide our community with the consistent content you deserve. GPG began during a pandemic when the world was a much different place and as time has gone on, it's become more difficult for us as a team to bring the ideas we have to life. We're sorry to say that as of today, GPG is going on an indefinite hiatus. We don't want to close the door entirely and we hope that with an extended break, the stars will align once again. Please, no pandemic this time. And with some fresh ideas, we'll breathe new passion into the team, and one day we will return. The list of people we want to thank is huge, too big to list everyone. But we want to say a massive thank you to everyone who had been a part of our show as a guest. We must thank our community for making this possible. Your passion and engagement were the entire reason we did this in the first place. We can generally say we've met some amazing people we can all call friends. We're looking forward to seeing you all in the chat of the videos from other amazing content creators that are out there. The GPG Twitter and YouTube accounts will remain up and we'll keep our Discord open for our community to continue chatting about games. If you wish to follow the team on Twitter, you can do so at um, obviously GPG. Uh, and with that, we thank you and we hope to see you around. Uh, wow. I, I just want yeah, I just want to say um, it's that's a bit of it's a huge shock. Um, GPG has been a huge part of, of my life. Um, it helped me through some tough times. Uh, amazing guys over there: Flat, Puxley, Scott, Luke Steele. Um, you know, they brought a lot of people together. Oh, you know, talking about the passions, and you know, it's gonna. It's sad to see them go. And I really hope we do see them again in the future. So uh, good luck to the GPG crew in the future. I'm I'm stunned. Green Pass Gaming is one of the best better podcasts in the community where they give a balanced opinion on they they are export centric, but in recent times they 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 cover PlayStation, PC, whatever takes the fancy, and the panel has has such a vast knowledge with Luke and PC and tech and gaming 
it would it would, it would be sorely missed and I hope one day it can come back because Flat, uh, Flat Luke Scott uh, Puxley a great a great team and um, it's a shame they can't make it work but it's one of them things but yeah it's, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit stunned by that actually I am but uh, you can't help these things but it, it's, uh, it will be sorely missed in the uh, gaming community most definitely yeah, yeah, such a such, such a shame. But uh, I'll, obviously, I probably Sentinel will agree with me anyway. But uh, especially to say to Luke Steele, there's always a place for you on the uh, PSN Party Podcast if you if you ever want it, mate. Yeah, definitely. And for those those of us here on uh, Stasis Chat as well, I think there's yeah, always yeah, a place here as well. Definitely. Well, I mean, I'll have to get my approval, but we'll see, you know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> democracy, democracy we are here. And then and then a friendly pest will see one video they did where they said VR is overrated, and he's like, nope. <laughs> we got to draw the line somewhere. Well, I Luke likes VR. No, Luke likes VR. Luke's actually getting the PSVR too, so um, nice. it might be nice to have him on board for you, uh, pest, uh, VR buddy. Oh no, I, I am I am fans of all of their content. So, of course, I'm joking. Yeah, and, uh, of course, yeah. It's... I like that somebody walked out on stage and dropped a bomb, killed everybody in the audience before I'm supposed to talk about what I've been doing lately. <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> sorry, I do apologize. I do apologize. Not, not that I was going to say anything amazing, but like the mood. Uh, no, we 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 help okay. carry them on by talk, talking about everything going on today. Yeah. Nor- normally, it's it's Stubbs fighting with somebody that steals the show. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it in a while, but young. we haven't yeah. podcasted in a while, Stubbs. Right, right. Well, Midway Gaming was where the hottest stuff was. And then then Central goes, say, I've never heard of Midway Gaming. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll start. I'll start right off. Uh, what I've been playing lately. Uh, I've been in a retro mood, but uh, I've been experimenting with Emu VR, which allows you to create a virtual uh, bedroom simulation where you can set up these retro consoles and and. Wait, play. wait, wait! Yep, hold yep, on. Yep. VR in the fucking bedroom. Hold on a second. I'm pretty sure there's like, we're gonna get kicked off YouTube for this shit. No, I haven't even started yet. <laughs> a, there's a distinct lack of culture in here, but that's okay. Right. <laughs> I don't know if, if you guys like... saw my recent video, and it's really cool to have these old consoles set up, and you can sit down in front of the TV, and there's scratches on the screens and glare from the window, and you can host your room, and people come in and play with you. And I've been playing some old Genesis games. Uh, which I'm sure Stubbs, you you were a big fan of the Sega Genesis. You called it yeah, Mega Drive this, in, in this, confusion, but it was the. Well, this, if you guys haven't seen this or anyone watching, you need to see this this video. Pest made it. It looks really cool. Really good. It it, cool. And and to the pleasure of those that do not prefer VR, it can also be used in desktop mode. Though I think some of the uh, the charm of it is lost. It can also be used in that manner. And then you can host your room, oh. and people can join you and play these games multiplayer with you, which is super cool. Uh, and it's kind of a passion project. It's free, so not uh, not everything is without flaw, et cetera. But, I mean, you can't buy a AAA game without that. So 
I've been doing a lot of that, and then uh, my normal rotation of VR games. I've been picking up some regular PC games that I intend to play when I finish building a new PC, which I'm hoping to do by the middle of February. I've been researching parts, if that's a game. And then uh, my Xbox hasn't gotten a lot of use lately, but when I have turned it on, I've been playing Deep Rock Galactic, which I enjoy thoroughly. Uh, so, yeah, that's been me. Nice. Very nice. Nice. So, me, myself, and I have uh, basically just been playing Call of Duty Zombies uh, on Cold War. Because I still have no internet properly. I have been waiting nearly three months, and by the looks of it, it's going to be it's going to be three and a half months before I get into that. So that'll be before I get into anything properly. Well, you remember what Don Matrix said: if you don't have internet, just get a three hundred and sixty. <laughs> that is a very old and appreciated joke. I like that. I have a three hundred and sixty. There you <laughs> go. Set it up. Um, so yeah, getting into the uh, first topic, seeing as though Stubbs is getting a PC, will it have an RTX 480 in it when it comes? No fucking chance. I'm not. Hey, I'm not. I'm not Luke Steele. He's the man with the 4080, not me. No anyway, way. As a correction, he would be very offended by that. Luke Steele has a 4090. Luke Steele. Luke Steele. That's fair. <laughs> no, it does not have a 4080. No chance. It has a. 30, can I guess? Can I guess? 6600 XT. I don't even know what that is. That's not that good. <laughs> Just don't get it up. <laughs> wow. What's that? NVIDIA. Uh, that's, a, that's an AMD card, but it is kind of the uh. budget option of choice. <clears throat> I'm going through with a 3070 or the 3080. Oh, I've, 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 got, I've got a PC set in saved. I'll send you them. You send them the I can't handle the suspense, bro. <laughs> I can't remember which one it is. I'll have to take exactly which card it is. I will. There's so many of them. That's I'm true. new to this. I'm new That's to this. That's half the fun. That's half the fun. By the way... Luke Steele has joined the chat. Luke Steele! Luke Steele! Luke Steele! Luke Steele! Awesome to who's see you. Who's won, Luke? Who's won? Who's the Again, again, uh, like we would say, just, just before you joined, we just read out the statement from GPG and... Uh, Obviously, it's sad to see that GPG is going, but we do wish you all the best in the future. And as we just said as well, you always have a place with PSM Party Podcast and Stacey's Chat, should you ever want to be on and be a part of it. As long as you love VR, praise VR, and it's your one and only God. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Um, sorry, what was the what was the topic, Ambassador? Because you mentioned my PC, and then you said what? Then you didn't say what the topic was. Oh, it's um, when you, the GeForce now is being upgraded to RTX four eighty. Okay, here's I put that in here, knowing that you guys wouldn't really appreciate what that might mean. Okay, uh, here here's why that might be cool. 
uh, GeForce Now is kind of a competitor to xCloud, right? It's $20 okay. a month or $100 for six months, but they're upgrading their top tier service to the RTX 480, so five times the performance of a Series X up to 240 hertz support, and they're claiming a latency of less than 40 milliseconds, uh, which to put into perspective, when I'm using my Quest 2 in my main cave hooked to my PC over my local modem, uh, that's usually about where I am on latency. So uh, pretty exciting. I don't know what the tier costs that uses the 4080, but uh, for anybody that has an interest in cloud gaming, that's why I added that. You said a load of words there that I didn't understand. I it's okay. It we can move on. We can move on. It's okay. Is that in English? No, it was. It's, no, it's, it's, I, I don't understand graphics cars. They all have Damn, these fancy numbers and they get bigger and bigger with fans. Are they meant to fly? Do they hover? Or are they all I know is that you're supposed to them? update graphics cards every year to two years or something, isn't it? Or Man, there's so much misinformation in the chat. We do need to get Luke Steele in here to have my back. No, my, my graphics card is six years old. Are you throwing it now? Put in Rome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, bro we're broken this week. <sighs> you know, eventually Luke Steele is gonna he's gonna like patent that so you have to say you have to pay him every single time you go, Luke Steele. Yeah, I think he will do. Oh, <laughs> Or every time he's going oh, yeah. to a speech um, thing to do it to do a speech, he'll, he'll get him in there when he's specially. He'll fly him in. Yep, yep. And before he comes on stage, he'll just say, "Look still." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got, he needs to pattern it. Being a being a, a lawyer, solicitor, and all that, he should uh, really get that a dollar for every time it's mentioned. <laughs> Unless we patented first, we better. We're not going to be able to afford to do the show. Yeah, we'll be screwed. Yeah. We'll be screwed. <laughs> oh shit, creek and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me the paddle. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. yeah. Um, so yeah, moving on quickly. Um, that's dumped in the chat. The most most games are pretty simple. You just run enemies, you die, and you have to insert another portals continue. The Last of Us changed that. HBO's shown under the series. There's some confusion. Uh, even though the names appear backwards, Stubb put that in the chat, and then I pointed out that it's not a real quote and shouldn't be used on the show. So it definitely wasn't an error on my part. Oh, hang on. Um, I didn't put it in up. there. They don't have time for this, Stubb. I'm directly... It was... It was an actual statement from the show Runner. Yeah, but Luke Steele, uh, Luke Steele also said it's not a real quote. It was a hot mic quote, so they counted as not real. Ah, oh, right. Stubbs, you so, put misinformation in the Discord, bro. It wasn't me. It's it always you. Me. Hang on. Well, I can get but, to the bottom of this very quickly, and I will look. tell you. I'm very clearly looking at the chat. Whose name's above it? I only want credit for it if it was correct. All right, so once we sort that out, we'll decide who said what. Oh, right, yeah, fair enough, right. We, yeah, we'll have to drop that one until we can actually 
uh, Verified. Club uh, yeah. Mr. Steele has uh, clarified. Apparently that is an error. And Stubbs, shame on you for putting that in the Discord. Let's move on. <laughs> well, whoever, whoever made that as a quote, may next time you go to the toilet, it stings when you piss. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Wow. Stubbs is muted. Here comes the angry message. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) Moving swiftly on from the fake quote. (laughs) So, another one from Stubbs, seeing as though he's not taking anything. Um, Gran Turismo and Beat Saber are coming to PSVR 2. Rest in peace, Forza. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, we'll learn more. It sounds like, uh, I know this is a separate topic, Xbox just, uh, according to Windows Central, is going to have a direct, a developer direct on the 25th of January, right? And that Forza is one of the games rumored to be discussed. I'll be very interested to see if it has any VR support on PC, uh, being as though there's not an Xbox option currently. But I think Gran Turismo... Uh, getting a free VR update to work with the PSVR 2 is a huge deal, in uh, my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Darren, seems to be the guest. Can I just um, ask one question? Why in Blue Blazes has Microsoft not jumped on the VR bandwagon? I know PlayStation does it, but why has Xbox not done it? They've got the potential to have it there with the games they've got i.e. Forza and the whole on the horror games and Hellblade, etc. They've got the potential there to have the VR, but why don't they do it? They're busy with Oreos. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I well, can't stand it. They they kind of did once, right? In two thousand and sixteen there was a rash of Microsoft uh, head mounted displays, virtual reality headsets, right? But they were yeah. they were PC only, they didn't work with the console. And then early in Oculus days, Microsoft announced that Xbox was going to do a partnership with uh, Oculus, and that never came to fruition. And mm. then what was it last year at the Meta Connect, right at the end of the year, another partnership was announced between Microsoft and Meta uh, to allow you to be able to play your Xbox games with a uh, an Oculus headset. Uh, but we don't know the extent of that, and likely it would be you sitting on a virtual couch playing it on a display in front of you. But I would like to see that support grow especially because I predict that uh, that's going to be the new goalpost location. It just seems mm. weird. With their, you know, their catalogue of games and the games that are coming out, there is the potential for people that play VR to do it, have the VR on, on the Xbox itself. It, the, the massive potential with the games, honestly. I, I can't see why they can't jump on that. I, I agree entirely. And I, I hope that uh, that they lean into a partnership with an existing platform rather than trying to build a ground-up device that will have its own library of games. I would like to see them rather form a partnership with another product and then and then create a library of games based on that that uh, would be compatible with the headset. We'll see. Um, they haven't announced anything that are out, and uh, previous comments have led us to believe that they're kind of waiting for VR to come to fruition more. Uh, rather less a gimmick and more something that people are really interested in. And I think that'll leave them a few steps behind, but I expect the market to call for it soon, and hopefully they answer. So I know at one time, when 
Phil was asked, you know, what about VR? He always said, oh, yeah, we're thinking about it. We are, you know, looking into it. And that's all you ever used to hear from him. But so, you know, out, of, out of all the VR, what would you reckon would be the best partnership? If they decided to go down the partnership and not do their own sort of thing. I think I think that's a complicated, uh, complicated question. Um, they seem to already have some bonds with Facebook or Meta. Uh, oh, right. Like when Mixer folded, they directed their employees to go to Facebook gaming, right? And then the two times that they've discussed some kind of VR partnership, it's when, been with Oculus and now Meta. So I think they've already got some groundwork there. That's probably the direction they would go. And those headsets like the Quest 2 and the upcoming yet unannounced <laughs> Quest 3 have very good wireless support that I could see. And in my opinion, the best way to play VR is, is wirelessly, and that's only going to get better. Something the PSVR 2 does not do currently anyway is it's a wired headset. So that's the direction I would like to see them go, but there's several open source options. There's no shortage of headsets they could work with, but I think I think Meta has the lead in a lot of areas that way. So that's, that's what I would prefer, even though uh, there's a lot of mindshare dedicated to hating Meta. That'd be more expensive, though. I'm oh, sorry to take up the show, but it's, I don't really understand VR too much. Would wireless be less expensive than wireless? Or? It's uh, it's how you look at it, I guess. The It depends if they subsidize the headset, right, like they do with the console already, so that yeah. they can sell software to make up for that. For example, the Quest 2 costs less than just the headset for the PSVR 2. Um but then they're not making money on the headset, right? So it's it'll, it'll depend on what they do. If they're trying to sell the headset for profit, then uh, I think having a standalone device adds some expense. But uh, I haven't seen a lot of headsets that do require a PC, or in this case, the PSVR 2 requires a console. I haven't noticed those being significantly cheaper. Uh, as a matter of fact, my very first VR headset was a Samsung Odyssey, I think, cost $500 and required my PC. Whereas my Quest 2 was a $300 headset and it could play games all by itself. So there you go. That's a whole lot of information with an I don't know at the end. Oh, I know a bit more. Oh, now, <laughs> you started firing words again. <laughs> but Death of Force, it won't be the Death of Force that I know VR because you're still going to have the Xbox console players playing the forza game in there and then you'll have if they're going to do vr on pc for forza you're going to have those players in you so you, you're not going to lose anything it's not going to be death you might get more sales through the pc if people got more vr than the consoles but well it's, it's definitely still a smaller market than people that just play on flat screens but it is growing they've sold i think over 20 million quest 2s alone uh i think 30 million ps5s have been sold right if i'm not wrong so You've got a fair yeah, market yeah. there. It'll be interesting to see how many headsets sell, how many headsets they make. and uh, the Two million. They're making two million headsets, which they think they're going to sell in the uh, physical year 2024, by 2024 physical year, I think. Um, but that's what they've got production-wise at the moment. I would mm. love to see development tools added to the pipeline that make adding VR mm. support less of a chore. And there's some... Excellent progress in the modding community. Somebody is coming up with, they call it the VR injector, and in any Unreal Engine game with very little tweaking, you can play in VR, right? Now, not like it was built natively for it, but as those tools improve, it won't cost that much to add the support. 
and it'll be nice as an option. But I think eventually it will become the preferred way to play for most people. Yeah, it's hard because it's like, especially like with PlayStation VR, um, I think it was like just over 1 million headsets they sold. And so it's very out of 149 million, you know, it's a very small um, base that they had. Uh, at first, they had all these grand plans for these games coming out. Lodge games were good. A few of the game first year games released were good. And then they just seemed to drop off. Studios weren't making them. It was more third-party games, more indie side of stuff. And uh, I was actually shocked when they announced they were making a PlayStation VR 2 because I didn't think the adoption rate was that high. But clearly the numbers must say that um, things are looking better or maybe they're seeing some that the rest of us aren't. Well, it'll be very interesting uh, because if, if the market demands more software support for it, then it'll come, right? The interest Hopefully. will be there. And I think in media, you've got a lot of people that are have been playing for a long time. Like the journalist audience is not a young audience. They're up there mm. with the average gamer, age of gamers where I think what somewhere around 35, 36 is the average age of gamers these days. And I think yeah. there's a fatigue with current games. And that's why the cinematic experience of the Sony titles has been so interesting because it's such a polished story. Uh, it seems to attract the, the journalist audience apparently uh, stronger than regular games. And I could see that fatigue being a little bit upset by VR, at least for those that can handle the challenges of it, with the, the nausea and stuff like that, getting used to it. And I, I think yeah. if that excitement rubs off on the audience, it's going to be something Xbox can't do. It's going to be the most exciting way to play a racing game on console for sure. And uh, I mean, some of the other experiences, I think it's launching with around 30 different games. Uh, yeah, I, I, I expect that to move the needle a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. I think uh, the Hello Games developer in No Man's Sky came out and said there will be a PSVR one um, the people and that's that i guess I'm, I'm sure he was about to agree with me very strongly yes yes you know it, it kind of feels like um vr right now is kind of in the super nintendo era um you remember there was the nes era and it was um there weren't that many people that were really um following the nes or the Sega, the Sega Master System. And then, of course, with the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis, it really kicked it into overdrive. A lot more people started taking notice, you know. Um, and it's like now it's really gaining a lot of traction. A lot of feedback from Anima. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that. It's cool. He's, he's sorting it out. But... but Friendly Pest, you can you can appreciate what I'm saying, especially since you've been a long-term gamer, like most of us have been. But it's like Nintendo was one thing, but Super Nintendo was really when they kicked it into gear. I agree. And I, agree. I think I think that's where we are in VR too. And I think the next step is going to be like that transition to the Nintendo 64, the PlayStation, the Sega Saturn that had so many people just absolutely amazed. I think that's where we're at. We're about to break through where it becomes much more mainstream than it has been. I, w I, I would I say though. PlayStation being in the VR space makes them look like a very innovative company in comparison to Xbox, who just are on the box. Yeah, you're PC. you're exactly right, yeah, Stubbs. With with the PSVR, there were motion problems, there were eye pain problems, but with the PSVR two, PlayStation actually went to, back to the drawing board with a lot of this, and they they made a 
very legitimate effort to fix a lot of those problems. And because of that, I think a lot of people are going to see, you know, PlayStation having the PSVR 2 is something that Xbox absolutely needs to do. Yeah. See, see, the thing is, for all we know, there could be some secret NDA project that Xbox actually are working on the headset, but you'll never know for years. Until they come out with more Oreos or Chips Ahoy yeah. or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> BMG's back. What happened? Um, I don't really know. Literally, I was talking away. My, my, my screen came up and said, computer said no. And then, yeah, booted back up again. So, uh, yeah, I'm back. I can't, I, I can't even remember what you I was saying. You were you were. I have no idea what I was saying. I don't know what I said. It's gone. It's gone out there. You're talking about VR. Yeah, no, it's gone. I can't remember. I I don't have a ton of inside information. I do have a little. And either either this person is, is completely unaware of any partnerships like that on the scale we're talking about, or they wouldn't tell me. So uh, I would be just as surprised as anyone if uh, if Xbox did have a actual VR headset plan in place outside of the partnership with Oculus or Meta that they've announced. I hope they do. I hope they do because I think more options are always a good thing, especially with the software becoming more available. I don't think they've got anything to lose. And uh, being being a step behind, it's awfully hard to catch back up. And I think with Sony now pushing their second version of this headset. They've fixed a lot of what was wrong with the first one. Uh, it's been demoed a lot at CES, which has been going on this last week. And pretty much everything I'm seeing out of the people trying out the PSVR 2, they're super impressed. They can't wait for it, despite the fact that it's wired. Uh, it's still the most affordable, best way to get into VR. So that's, yeah. You're right. Yeah, in one aspect, though, it, 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 you know, when Sony released theirs, uh, Xbox has got a lot of catching up, so they must have some sort of plan or agreement in place. Because I don't think they want to fall any further behind Sony. You know, I mean, I'm not a fanboy. I've got both consoles. I've just recently started playing on the PS5 more than ever now. But you know, they don't want to fall behind the competition, so to speak, do they? Because it's yeah. very hard to try and catch up with your competition when the competition is about two or three years ahead of you and you've got to try and make those three years up in less than six months or so no you, you can't do it you, yeah. it's just um, you, there's no way you can do that well and I mean oh I guess uh, somebody got a phone call <laughs> oh, uh, for some reason my, phone, my tablet decides it likes to occasionally send me no notifications when it's muted. Yeah. <laughs> his, his, his favorite Twitch streamer is live. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one with the hot tub. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he is. Oh, don't, don't, don't talk to me about Twitch. <laughs> I've had a major cold today. Me and Stubbs have been talking about that today anyway, but that's a different subject. <laughs> You don't have time to look at it right now, anime. Come on. I'm not looking at it. I'm looking at the... Uh... Oh. Uh, Chad Amol in chat's asking if he can post the link. I think I, I think it might be to the article for the Oculus Xbox partnership. 
I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's, I think uh, we've mentioned it a couple times, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dad's just put something in the chat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, dear. I stubs in any VR game playing with himself. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. God. <laughs> Wow. Hey, what? The opportunities are not endless, but there's a lot of them. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, uh, I can see the chat now. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those of you with a PS4, a PS4, that's how rusty I am. Placing your PS5 could verti- vertically could kill it. Unverified oh. claims suggest. Bullshit. No, <coughs> bullshit. not. <coughs> bullshit. <coughs> bullshit. A few consoles in 30 million consoles, it's going to happen. Well, what they're saying actually makes sense, though. And, and, and honestly, do you know how many, right? Sony hasn't even responded yet to know what the RMA count would they, be. They won't. They, won't. they don't, need, they don't need to respond. They're not, they're no. not Xbox. Well, but here, here's the thing, though, Stubbs. All right, um, you got this liquid metal shit inside the PS5 that cools the CPU or whatever the fuck it cools, and as it heats up, of course, the liquid metal, you know, if it's if you have it tilted on the side and there's nothing to keep this liquid metal in that small compartment, it's going to leak. So yeah, but all I'm saying is it's been blowing out of proportion. It's a few <laughs> consoles in thirty million. We don't know how many consoles it, it is. Well, yeah, but also it could be made up too. None of it is verified. None, none of it is. Now, I'll tell you what. No, none yeah. of it's been verified because Sony has not come out and commented it. As Sony I was messaging you the other day, um, Stubbs, wasn't it? I sent you the link. It, and said, look, it, no, look at it is true. There's, a, there's some people that fix Xbox and they've found they've, they've, they've fixed a few of the problems, but they're, they're not talking hundreds. They're talking handfuls of people, uh, consoles, not hundreds. Okay. I, I stepped out of character for this topic and I actually did some research. Uh, Wow. Oh, wow. Usually I just try to make it sound good, but. Uh, <laughs> so, liquid metal functions as a thermal compound, right? It is an interface between the top of the die and whatever your cooler is, right? Usually a vapor chamber, something like that. Your heat sink dissipates the heat. So, heat, it transfers heat from the APU to the cooler, right? And it is way more effective slash efficient at doing this than traditional thermal pastes, but it comes with some challenges because it is literally a liquid metal. It's electrically conductive and it escapes onto the rest of the board. It can short out circuits, et cetera, and cause failures. So Sony went with this route because they were overclocking the thing. And uh, like I I watched some experiments, I was seeing 15% or better heat transfer compared to thermal paste using liquid metal. So it allows your fans to run slower. So it's quieter, the system runs cooler. Like, but the disadvantages are that it is always in a liquid state where the paste is not, right? You don't have to worry about the paste escaping. And generally, the paste is not electrically conductive while the liquid metal is. Yeah. Um, in the breakdown I saw, there, uh, there are measures taken to contain the liquid metal around the APU to prevent it from getting on the rest of the board. But the technician that found this issue was saying that if he has a console come in that won't power on, or he, he specifically identified some kind of light code that it displays, that that is the first thing he checks. And that around 1 in 10 or 1 in 20, he said, uh, 
was the issue that the liquid metal had escaped its seal. And he recommended then that people use their console in a horizontal position to prevent the issue. And it's not a new thing. And it's not specific to PlayStation 5 consoles. I think anything that uses liquid metal, you have to take steps to prevent this issue. Um, okay. And consoles, because they travel, because they get bumped around, uh, because they get moved, I think you've got more opportunity for something to leak past that seal. But again, Sony hasn't responded yet. We don't know how many systems are affected by this. Uh, the guy was saying, though, he had no reason to lie about the issue because it was actually one of the cheapest issues he fixed on the platform. Like okay. if he had to tear it down to repair this issue, he charged people $50 or something like that, where some of the other issues that fi that he fixed would cost significantly more than that. So he really had no reason to lie about it. And then he okay. used a, a variety of Sony products. So I, I really don't think that he's a bad faith source. Uh, and I agree that there are probably people that look at something like this and they do want to blow it up to make an issue out of it. But then yeah. knowing what I know about liquid metal, I think it's entirely plausible. And if I had a PlayStation 5, I would probably use it in the horizontal position just in case. Well, you know, and it's not like the red ring of death. I mean, you know, you, you turn the console horizontal, boom, problem fixed. It's not like the red ring of death where even Xbox themselves had no idea what the hell was going on. I still think it could leak beyond the seal, but it definitely reduces the likelihood. And I turned it, it, it I turned it horizontal, you know. Yeah. I just... It, it'll be very interesting to see as the, as the consoles age, whether it becomes a bigger issue, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I think it's something just inherent to using liquid metal as your thermal compound. It, it'll be interesting. And it's also very possible that some of the new revisions, right? Because they have they have multiple revisions of the console that come out even before we see like a visible slim. Yeah. And it's very likely that this problem has been addressed and improved in those revisions already. And that'd be so interesting Luke, to focus on. So, so Luke's saying if it was widespread, he's saying you'll be getting an ROD type recall. Of all the consoles. Yeah, I agree with him. I agree with him. And I, I have no idea how many PlayStation 5s are returned with issue. And then when those are fixed, uh, whether the issue has been identified. But it, if it was something they were seeing in the early models and they corrected it in a revision, then... Sure, uh, yeah, they could do that, couldn't they? Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of people making some pretty broad assumptions off very little information. Um, so, but I, mean, I, I, I do think the information is true. Just over a year, and I've had no issues, so I'm happy. You know what, though? It's like I had I had a PS4, and I had the ejection button problem when with the OG PS4, where the ejection button would eject a disc when I'm playing. Um, we've also heard tons of stories about people having PS4s and PS4 Pros. It sounds like a fucking jet engine. So PlayStation doesn't have the best reputation as far as knowing what the hell they're doing with their tech. So I said, oh, this guy says you lay it on its side and it fixes an issue that Magical Mark Cerny didn't anticipate. Great, I'll lay it on its side. No problem. You know, because if it's Xbox, they're pretty solid as far as their tech goes. PlayStation seems like they don't know what the hell they're doing half the time. So I wasn't taking any chances. They are with the Xbox Series X and S going forward, but they never used to be. Didn't yeah, they've been solid since the Red Ring of Death. Yeah, I think I, I learned I, some I lessons that day. I never had the Red Ring of Death. I was lucky. I, I, I did. But do, do, do you know what I found, though? If you wrote down your serial number, they just send you someone else's console. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> in, in, in my uncle had the same thing. In the UK, your console got sent back to Germany. And every time he wrote down the serial number, and every time he got sent back someone else's machine, always. Oh, wow. Just chucked it on the pile and sent you one that sent you back one that's fixed. 
but obviously, I don't believe it was Xbox Fix It. It was a company that was being paid to um, fix them for them. Like, like apparently, Series X now, if your Series X breaks and in, in, in it's out of warranty, someone put it cost about £265 for Xbox to fix now. That's the claim oh, that's being I'll made. I'll buy a 250, but never mind. It's so 250, yeah. Yeah. But Red Ring of Death was taken to court. Microsoft had to pay it because it was a machine at fault, it's manufacturer at fault. One billion dollars, I think they had to put aside. It was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. For that. For that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I really doubt that the the issue with the PlayStation Five is going to be anywhere on that scale. But that no, doesn't that doesn't mean no. it's a non-existent thing, you know. It's a, yeah. People always looking for something to talk well, I about. Was, I, I, I didn't mean, I, I, you know, I'm like I didn't mean actual bullshit. I just I, I just meant somebody's, you know, in the media and the fanboys are just blowing it out of proportion. That's all I meant. I, I should have worded it better, but you know, I'm like, oh no, I, I understand. <laughs> and it's the fact is that you know we we operate in a an industry that thrives on entertainment rather than actual information. So anything that they can blow up. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, you know, I would be very surprised if if Sony didn't honor the repairs anyway. So it's kind of a non-issue, right? You know, it's like um, everybody was like, "Oh, PlayStation now has some bad news with this liquid metal shit," and, and it, Xbox had to go and start talking about fucking Oreos. Are you kidding me? <laughs> How is fucking that not ridiculous! A today, huh? Who's fucking I know, Oreo? right? They're talking. They're talking about the. They're talking about the Oreos. They're like, oh, look, Xbox Oreos. And it's like, motherfucker, are you serious? The best part about that is, like, if everybody was really happy with Xbox right now, they'd think it was kind of funny and charming. But because yeah. everybody's mad at Xbox, this Oreo partnership comes out and just lights everybody's fuses. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So what was yeah, the thing anyway? I don't know the story behind it. So I only had apparently, it's not even, apparently it's not even available in England. The all wheels deal thing. What is it? You buy a Series X or a Series S, you get about 10 packs of Oreos or something. No, I think you buy a <laughs> packet of Oreos and you, I don't know what you get. Oh, right. Okay. I thought. I thought okay, can we Oreos. stop talking about Oreos? I'm starting to get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving quickly on. Um, this one, I think, BMG will be happy to hear. Starfield's playtest is claimed the game exceeds all expectations. Starfield, the game Thanks. of the future. We will yeah, never yeah. need to play another game once Starfield releases. It's going to be the God. best 30 FPS game ever made. You know what? No, gonna, you know what? I, I think that's mis- it's good. I think that's frame. misleading. That's misleading. It's good. <laughs> No, it's misleading because they're like, oh, it exceeded their expectations. Yeah, well, they went in knowing it was a Bethesda title, so their expectations were pretty fucking low to begin with. <laughs> hey, how, how dare you? How dare you? Well, it's actually going to be 30 FPS, though, because there's so many stories. Some people say it's going to definitely be that, or and others no say, one no, knows. no, no, it's going to be 60. Dude, it's going to be 30 FPS. It's Bethesda. This I can tell. It's on a 15-year-old game engine, too. And the thing's going to be as buggy as a... Uh, as a right. It's going to be a great game. That, Don't know, get me wrong. It's going to be a great game. Is it right about Fallout 4? 
But that was a shadow drop game. Mm, I don't know. It wasn't quite a shadow drop, but the moment of announcement to release was very close. I oh, would okay. say less than six months. Yeah, later. it was. I hate to say stuff. Like that. That. Yeah, Fallout released in September, didn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I heard something about it. it was very fast. Yeah. It was very fast. Got a bold and prediction. They do an event, and Todd says, BMG, the world of gamers, it's available now. I hope so. <laughs> Elder <laughs> Scrolls 6. What a great surprise that would be. Yeah. We, we, need, we need to trust in Todd Howard, the Lord and Saviour. I want to play it. Who <laughs> will guide, guide us on the righteous path to real gaming. And I have every faith in him. And please, Lord Saviour Howard, if you're out there, um, give me Indiana Jones. I'll give it a crack on PC. Screenshot in the chat. Luke Steele says if Starfield has a 60 FPS mode, he'll give away a copy on this very podcast. Screenshot. We'll hold him to that. We will hold him to that because this is why they have delayed. They have delayed Starfield, right? Because the reason they, Todd Howard said the game would would have hit the launch date, but they delayed it to make it better. And the reason they're going to make it better because they he heard all our prayers when we said we wanted performance mode, 60 FPS, and we are going to get it. We will get 60 FPS mode. I, if I we don't, don't well, no, no. If no. Starfield you think that, you think right? he'd actually put in two different options where you can choose 30? Of course he will. No. Of course he will. If I tell you what, if it doesn't launch, if Starfield doesn't launch with 60 FPS, I will get 30 FPS tattooed on my body. Yes. <laughs> no, you know what? You have to play you... every game with 30 FPS for a year. No, I ain't doing that. that the real reason, the real reason why it was delayed was because Phil Spencer went in there and Todd Howard looks at him and he, he's like, "Do you think 15 frames per second is acceptable?" And Phil Spencer just stares at him, doesn't say shit like Ghost from Modern Warfare 2, and Todd Howard's like, okay, I guess we have to delay the game, and that's why it got delayed. Because 15 frames per second is not going to fucking work. Hey, not in 2023, bro. 2023, we need at least 30. Did you not not listen to the entire interview with with Lex Friedman? I did. That was a great podcast, by the way. If you listen to the podcast, he mentions stuff about 30 frames per second. And he, he, he hints at it and he says, if you've optimized the game correctly, etc., you don't need, we don't need to go above 30 frames per second. Well, that's a lie, though. Yes. Right. I know. But it's he said, a... that's what, I, he even said, that's what our teams are used to designing games at, 30 frames per second. He never mentioned 60, did he? But oh, it's my true. God. Bethesda games right. are very different than other games, right? You're comparing apples and oranges. It's yeah, a simulation need. sandbox. It keeps track of things on the other side of the world that are still going on. Like most games, anything out of your line of sight is not happening, right? There's no simulation out running outside of that box. Everything's just where you are, focused where you are. It can run very fast. Okay, that Bethesda, is true. That yeah, is Bethesda true. Bethesda friendly games, uh, I, know, I remember when Oblivion came out, the guards... Like at one point, the guards could get hungry. This might have been in like a beta build or something, and they would they would run out of food because the simulation was running. So if you played the game long enough, eventually the guards would start robbing stores to find food for themselves and stuff like that was tweaked and balanced. But it's, 
it is a simulation sandbox so there's a lot getting cycled in the background and frame rate is just not their pri- <clears throat> not their priority that that's true because in fallout 4 you can have you can have very specific items and chests all over the map and it keeps track of it that's true that's true I thought the story I heard before it got cancelled, well, delayed before, Phil Spencer was supposed to have gone over there, spoke to Todd, and Todd said, nah, sorry, mate, it's not going to make the uh, release date. We've got to stop it. It's nowhere near done, nowhere near what I want it to be. That's the story I heard. That's why it got delayed last time. I mean, that could be true. You know, Fallout 76 um, was a disappointment when it released. And, yeah, they have it in a much better place, but I think with more time and TLC, it could have been you know, in a more solid state at launch, and I think they want to avoid that with Starfield. So that makes sense. Wasn't it just, if I remember rightly, wasn't it very similar to uh, ESO when that first launched? Right, ESO was a completely different thing. That was an MMO. It's a completely different thing. So was 76. Well, that's 76. Yeah, ESO is the same as... No, no, no. ESO Online... Fallout 76 was not made by Todd Howard. It wasn't made by Bethesda Softworks. They were made by another developer. So I'm telling you, you just wait. You just, you're going to be, everyone's going to be so shocked. And I will be here, stood upon my throne, accepting everyone's apologies when we have 60 FPS at launch. Even Luke said, I'd like to say I'll be enjoying Starfield on PC at above 60 frames per second. But knowing Bethesda games at launch, I'm not super confident of that at launch. Well, <laughs> if, if his computer can't run it at 60, it can't be done, right? <laughs> exactly. Right? I, would, I would like to say, uh, there's been a lot of negativity about this going on right here, but Starfield is the only big game I'm excited about right now. Uh, and I probably haven't been that excited for a game since before Halo Infinite launched. And uh, this year, I'm more optimistic about Xbox than I have been since before Infinite launched. Mm. So there we go. Talking We've... about e- Xbox, quickly, did you see Phil Spencer's face at the Game Awards? I felt, emba- I felt really sorry for him. He's watching yeah. all these PlayStation games, and he and there was actual pictures of like him squirming and trying to look away from the from the cameras and that, you know, not pay any attention. I do feel sorry for him in a way because like he's there and he's watching all these releases. I'm thinking he can't release, no, he can't say nothing about his games or nothing. There's nothing from the Xbox side coming out. He was literally there's a I've seen the picture. I can't remember sorry, but he's actually sort of right. We were watching it. We were watching yeah, it. Right. Me, you, and Sentinel were watching yeah, it live right. on uh, over at he, he was actually squirming in the chair, trying to be hidden. You know, he's like, "Oh my god!" Really? That's because Sarah Bond told him he could not get caught playing Marvel Snap on camera, so he had to keep putting his phone That's down. True. I completely got that it. That was true. the Game Awards. Game Awards. Yeah, I'm yeah. not allowed to get up to go to the bathroom, so I've been squirming too about five hours into that first acceptance speech. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. I won't say one thing. Yep, but remember, uh, it was releasing a Steam Deck every minute of the show, so he was doing that for the the people. Yes. Mm. They gave away a lot of Steam Decks then. Oh, and then you had Al Pacino who got lost on stage. He wasn't even supposed to be there. He was just up there (laughs) talking about shit. I can't even read the teleprompter. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I don't even play video games. It's like, get the fuck out of here. What's a video game? 
Right. Is it Christopher Judge, is it, who plays Kratos? That's yeah. it, yeah. He's done about seven and a half minute speech, didn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. Speech. Yep. Yes. Yeah, Someone's only getting half a Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, you know. If that would have been Hideo Kojima up there, Jeff Keighley would have been up there on all fours, letting Hideo Kojima have a seat. He wouldn't have said shit. Ridiculous. I would have been same. I would have been his footrest. So I did. I read. I read after that. <laughs> apparently, apparently, after that first speech, because it held up the show so much. Apparently, Jeff Keighley was absolutely fuming, and he was trying to get everyone through quick as possible, from all accounts. Yeah, he, he that's was they not kept, happy. They kept playing the music to get him off, so when they first started playing that music, because I thought, oh, this is quite a dramatic effect, as he's given his speech, and this music's playing, but yeah, the music's to hint him to get off. <laughs> yeah, it was the hint to get off stage. And, but also, Razza... Speaking of Xbox and Bethesda, don't we have a story from Windows Central from Jeff Keighley? Uh, sorry, not Jeff Keighley. Jeff Gordon. Oh, my God. I've got Jeff Keighley on my mind. I can't get him off my mind. I bet you do. Yes, Xbox will host a new developer direct game show with Arkane and Bethesda. Now, I read that article. Rumoured. What? You've, if you read the article, no, it's not. No, it's you read the article, it's got concrete evidence. That that concrete evidence from, from sources. Not from Microsoft themselves? No. Well, I don't think the date is 100%. That's when they think it'll be. But uh, Windows Central doesn't usually get those wrong. I think they're going to show. Definitely. I, absolutely. I think they'll have a show. I think it'll be this month. And I think they'll officially announce it very soon. And I'm excited about it, too. Mm. Does it that sounds... mean we're getting Elder Scrolls 6 now? Yeah, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. It, it sounds more like... They do that show, and at the end, they release Hellblade 2 coming tomorrow. Oh, that'd be good news, too. Oh, that'd be awesome. I know, right? Now, I think it sounds to me more like the, the older Sony shows, when they would feature three or four games, but do like a really deep dive on them. It feels like they're going to do that which I think is a direct response to feedback because Xbox is kind of known for these kind of hype reels with 10 or 15 second clips of games yeah. and people wanted deeper dives with more gameplay. I think that's exactly what it's going to be. And I think it's going to be on games they anticipate coming out this year. So I'm you fairly know, excited about it. I, I think if they shadow dropped Hellblade 2, that would kind of be a disservice to the game because I feel like it deserves more hype, you know, like Starfield. That's fair. I agree. Be great. Well, don't they mention? No, they mentioned. They only mentioned three or four um, studios in the article. I think it's Arcane, Bethesda Softworks, um, Forza Motorsport was mentioned, and there was another one, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. Pulling it up right now. <laughs> Luke Steele, Todd, yeah. Todd will officially announce that Starfield oh. is running. Steady 25 FPS on beta builds. I'm telling you, Luke, it's going to have 60 FPS launch. I'm telling you, it's going to be there. My Lord and Savior, Todd Howard, would not let me down. Todd Howard will provide 60 frames per second. He will. It's his, li it's his lifelong dream, this game, isn't it? He's going to push everything out to the hill. He's going to push it. Games expected to appear include Redfall, Forza Motorsport, and Minecraft Legends. Oh. 
Okay. Oh, okay. but he did. He does mention. Didn't he mention arcane? That's um, Redfall. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is yeah, Why did I? Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was a different. Um, I didn't. I thought it was in software doing Redfall. I don't know why. I think they're helping with the shooting mechanics. That was mentioned ah, in another article. Yeah, yeah. That that might be it. Then yeah, yeah. I thought for some reason I thought it was in in software doing um, Redfall. You know, I was absolutely not interested in Redfall at all until ACG released a preview of that game today, and I am more interested now. I don't know if you guys have watched that. I haven't. Not yet. Not yet. But the the stuff I've seen... Sorry, sorry, Pess, go ahead. No, 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 you're all right. No, I was just saying the stuff that I've seen up to press, I've been on the fence with it, and then the last sort of reveal they did, and the the league kind of made me think, I really actually want to play it. I'm looking forward to it. The, the preview I watched today, the developers have been using both the terms uh, Far Cry and Stalker, which as yes. far as open words, worlds go, those are two polar opposites, right? So that's very interesting what they mean by that exactly. Uh, and then also, I guess there's no vehicles, a big world. It's definitely a lot less Left for Dead than I expected, and that's good in my opinion. It looked like it had some dying light in the DNA, right? So I am way more interested than I was prior. It sounds like there's a almost like a destiny tower to go to in between missions or whatever. Maybe that has something to do with gear and skill trees. One character was something that had like 37 skills or something. I don't know. Right. Because it's just a preview. It's not allowed to pass any judgment. It just talks about the different content, but I went from not being interested to being reasonably interested. I, I yeah. think it, it does look a lot better than I expected because there's a, uh, Left 4 Dead was a great game as a lot of nostalgia, but every time a new one comes out, people fall off pretty quick because that formula has kind of been exhausted and it looks like this is at least not that formula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Arcane's the one that do the Dishonored series, isn't it? I love those yeah. games. And they did yeah. Prey. That doesn't actually have anything to do with the original Prey. It's completely different. Yeah. Which is a shame because oh, oh. they scrapped Prey 2 and Prey 2 was looked when these I remember him teasing it at E3 and they showed that trailer and I was all for it but then they scrapped it and went with um, this whole new direction. Well, you know, with Prey, um the shooting felt a lot like Bioshock. It definitely didn't feel like Far Cry. So the fact that they're alluding to this game feeling like Far Cry is interesting. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. It's you know, they they they're good at them type of games and obviously now with the vast resources with Microsoft behind them, you know, they can invest more into these things, more collaborations with other studios. And hopefully we see more out of them. Um you know, they've got they don't have to think budget wise now because Microsoft, you know, Uncle Phil opens his wallet and says, What do you want today, kids? Gives them the yeah. money and lets them go and build what they want, pretty much. And I think because Bethesda's still being run as a separate company, isn't it? Yes. It comes under Microsoft Gaming. So, yeah, they're yeah. probably going to have budgets and, you know, things and deadlines they've got to meet. Um, but also, you're, they're going to have, if they need any more, anything, you know, more funding or extra help or to bring in some, you know, like a third party to help make a game, um, I'm pretty sure that you know, Microsoft would happily give them the extra resources they needed to do that. Because um, yeah. we've also, it's not also these games we've got to think about. We've still got, and I think we're going to get it this year, maybe at this event, uh, what Zenimax have been working on, because they've been secretly working on a, a new um, live okay. service MMO game. I think it's going to be an MMO. Um, you know, they hyped it last year. It may have been early last year. 
Um, but I'm pretty sure it was last year. We got like a like they were doing like a couple of interviews with the devs, uh, you know, hyping up what was coming. So I, I think maybe we're going to hear what they're doing this year as well. I think this year we're going to get a lot more from the Bethesda side of stuff than we are Xbox Studios side of things. So let's talk I wasn't, about some in, of the I other wasn't interested in uh, Redfall myself, but until that, when they showed that game to play trailer last year, it got me stoked. I don't usually like you know multiplayer games that much, but I like the. I, I, each character is unique, as Luke was saying. Every each one of them has got different sort of powers and skill levels that you got to level up. It just looks so good. Anybody have any interest in Forza Motorsport or Minecraft Legends? Uh, also Forza, Forza. Yes. Oh, definitely. Um, oh, your thoughts of oh, we'll have to link up on that then, Sentinel. Yep, Boards of Motorsport, I love it. Horizon's not for me. I can't get into Horizon. I know people love Forza Horizon. Sorry, Daz, I know you're there, but I'm not too keen on it. I can't. I don't like it. Give me motorsports any day of the week. Yeah. Hmm. See, I was all, I I'm, I couldn't get into Forza Motorsport. I was only Horizon, but I came from in terms of car games. Need Speed Most Wanted, the original Most Wanted. So because it's very this, similar to that. This new Forza one, it's like an actual proper story mode and career, proper career mode and every and sim mode where you got to do do the tires, set the tires, the engines, the pedals, and everything, isn't it? From what I can gather. Yeah. You know, I'll be honest. I don't know a ton about it. I know it's supposed to be a huge leap technology-wise, what they're building out. I'm hoping they do more than just track racing because Forza Motorsport's kind of known for track racing. I want that too. But I, I'm also hoping they lean into Rally, something like that, mix it up a little bit, see if you can get the best of both worlds. I tend to agree with the take that Horizon isn't great. Uh, I like it, but I, I don't I don't enjoy the racing in it nearly as much as Motorsport. Yeah, so, I think I, it was in I, that trailer last year, that interview they'd done with the developers, wasn't it? It was a case of where they went into a deep dive with the people behind the games, and that's when they was explaining it's like all to do with the physics, the you know, setting the tire, what tires you want on, the brakes, etc., etc. Yeah, I, I've never played a racing game. What? But never some people don't. Some people don't like game. racing games. Uh, yeah, they're not for everybody, obviously. Oh, um, Pester's gone. Oh, he's back. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Ignore me. Uh, my, uh, my my chat froze, and I hit refresh like an idiot. So it immediately kicked <laughs> <Like in. Darren. laughs> yeah. uh, in. UK Jazzerus says he is a motorsport guy. Oh, is he? Oh, sorry. I was, I, I, he's always sort of playing Horizon on the Xbox sort of thing. That's why I thought he always prefers that one over Motorsport. He played loads of racing games, though. He, he plays everything. That's does. Oh, does he? He plays loads racing games-wise. He plays the most amount of racing games I think anyone ever played. He's got loads of different racing games. Yeah. Yeah, it's very Sorry. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's just, sorry. No, go on. Sorry. Go ahead, brother. Sorry. No, I was, I was just going to go on to the fact that Daz was just saying um, Horizon, um, Horizon's okay, but it can get boring very quickly. 
and I can understand that it's it's one of those. It's just you're driving round a lot of the time. But, Isn't that the point of a racing game? You drive well, around. There's no, you, 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 <laughs> 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 Common misconception. Common misconception. It's just a racing game. You're correct. <laughs> oh. I tell you what, it's it's a completely different kind of fun to to really memorize a track very well for a car and figure yeah. out where your braking points are and your turn in and where you want to apex this and that, the exit speed, especially if you turn off a lot of the hand-holding mechanics and run it on simulation. There's a different kind of thrill to that, but it does take a time investment. And you don't I'll really get that in Horizon because that. you just always kind of instinctively drive and react to things. You don't practice the courses as much. My daughter loves playing Forza Horizon with all the handling things off. She goes full sim mode, literally. And I'll sit there watching her sometimes. I think, how the hell do you do that? Because I can't, I can't do that. Mm. She doesn't have no hand, you know, help help with the turning or brakes on or anything like that. She goes full sim. It's very satisfying, though. I, uh, I'm a sim racer myself, and it's it's like a whole other skill set. It's like people that are really good at fighting games, and they got to build that muscle memory and those skills to do that. Like racing is its own its own skill set, and it's satisfying to improve on that. Yeah. Like, uh, which I use a, a cockpit with a racing wheel, clutch brake, gas, six speed shifter, and my VR headset. Right. So it's not exactly the same as a gamepad, but learning those skills and and I don't know, you feel the progress, right? Yeah. How you just put it in cruise control and it'll do it itself. I don't have that button, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about uh, Minecraft Legends? Nobody's mentioned that. That's all supposed supposed to be there. Maybe oh, my kids. I'm good. I'm not interested. I'm try, interested. I've tried playing Minecraft and I, no, no, just not for me. I'm sorry. Nothing against it. It's one of the biggest games on the planet, isn't it? You know, that sort of game, but nah, not for me. I don't really think Minecraft should be an Xbox show, but I, I, I don't associate Minecraft to this day with Xbox. I associate with, with Microsoft. Yeah. It, it, it's a game for the masses. That, that's a game for the masses. That is. So My daughter I, plays Minecraft. Minecraft. She's on it for hours on end, but I can't. Nah. I won't. I won't play Minecraft because last time I played it with my son, um, he built this whole big thing, brought me into his world thing, and I thought it'd be funny to shove a load of dynamite inside and blow nice. it up because it'd oh, be no. cool. And um, he, <laughs> oh, he shouted at me, said some very choice words to me, and I've never gone back because um, it's too painful. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> See, I just want to see the world burn. <laughs> Minecraft. I, I picked Minecraft up back uh, when it was early beta on PC. I think it was $20 for the launcher and whatnot, and well before the 1.0 update. And I swear, that is the most gaming I've ever got out of $20 in my life. Right? I played so much of that game. Uh, I started experimenting with the redstone and the circuits you could build. I had a, a working clock. I built a game simulation thing that you would go inside. You could select the number of players and the difficulty and hit go, and it would throw mobs at you in cycles. Uh, there was even a power-up that worked twice a run, and if you completed it, you had rewards paid out. Like I built all that on paper. I built a combination lock. Like I enjoyed the heck out of Minecraft, and I even beat the game console from beginning to end. So 
uh, I'm a big fan of Minecraft. And then Minecraft Dungeons, I think, was a really good expansion of that world into a fun play space. So I am optimistic about Minecraft Legends. I think it's kind of a dark horse, actually. I think it's going to come out. I think it's going to impress a lot of people. And uh, I think it could be huge. So we'll see. But I really don't know much about it other than it kind of looks like a third-person adventure uh, with some kind of like army control. I can't remember the name of the game. It reminds me of a little bit of but I've only seen kind of the hype clips of it, but I'm interested. Mm. So at least one of us cares. You know what I mean? Did, did, did anyone see that um, video with Jack Black? And I can't remember who it was. It was another famous star. They did this charity stream on YouTube with like Minecraft. And Jack Black just literally went into this other person's world and literally blew all this land and everything. It was like, actually, he went to sort of pass dynamite or something to this other actor that was doing this charity stream. And instead of doing it, he put the dynamite in the house and blew the whole lot up. Oh, and this and this other actor was saying, "Oh, I spent years trying to build all this. I spent ages." It's mm. quite a good, good. It's quite a good little funny stream that was. Jack yeah. Black thought it was hilarious. Some some of the most fun yeah. I've had in PvP was Minecraft. We had these servers, these servers where everybody would start the center, and you had to run out and set up a base, and then try to find each other and kill each other. But you had to try to hide mm. your base because people would be out looking for it, trying to tear it down. Man, I had great times on that game. Wasn't Looking, that the problem with Fallout 76, though, at one point? Because, like, you get all your stuff, and then well, as soon as you sort of logged off, by the time you log back on, you find your place has been robbed and everything's been taken. You've got to basically restart the whole bit again. Yeah, I, I, uh, that absolutely happened to me a couple times. You know, and I went through the same thing with Rust, too, right? I had fun on that as well. Oh, I've never played that one. What's Rust? Uh, Rust, I think it's actually made its way to console now. I'm not 100. Yeah, so but it's... I've seen it on the Xbox Store. I'm sure I have. I like that. What's Rust? It's Rust. I played. Uh, I played one of the early PC versions of it, but it was kind of a survival environment with some building in it that was kind of familiar. It kind of reminded me of Ark a little bit. The building, and you set up a base and find resources, and the, of course, open PvP. So there's that social aspect to that, trying to like have uneasy truces with people, and if you upset them, they're coming for you, that sort of thing. But I enjoy that kind of social side of games as well, the deception and manipulation. Mm. Was it like, what's, is it that zombie game? What's that zombie one exactly. called? The one? Exactly. Yep, that, World War Z or whatever. No, the um, it's what where... Oh, not, is it not Battlegrounds? Is it Battlegrounds? Unknown player Battlegrounds? It's what that spun off from, the original game? Oh, Daisy. Daisy. Is it Daisy? Yeah. Is it that type Blood. of game? No, not Back for Blood. Daisy, oh, it, I think it was Daisy. It, it was yeah. similar to that, more building, right? But it, I guess yeah. kind of along the same lines. It, it's it's probably not a very mm. good story for a podcast, but my friend and I ambushed this group of three people. They were into town, and we took all their stuff and ran into the hills. And then in the chat, I accused them of shooting at me first, which was absolutely not true. And then... Uh, <laughs> I had this. They were they were like uh, former military too, so they were really charged up. One in my head, and I agreed to meet them somewhere and give them back their stuff if they would leave me alone. Of course, I'm the opposite direction, right? <laughs> so when they they finally get the area where I'm supposed to be, I'm like, oh, I'm trying to find you. I'm down here by the water, and there's a wolf. And then I like do the W A A S D, like like my I had my chat open while I was trying to move and panicked. And then I'm like, ah, oh, wolf just killed me. My body's down by the water with all your stuff on it. 
And it was probably 45 minutes before he figured out I was screwing with him. But I was so happy. (laughs) (laughs) We need to change your name to Sadistic Pest. (laughs) I I love the social deception stuff. That's why Among Us is so fun. Right, I love that stuff. As long as everybody knows it's a game, is a facetious pest. As long as everybody knows it's a game, and that's part of the game, it's super fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just yeah. lost the game. <laughs> oh, that's something I might have to have a look uh, at. Yeah, just mindful of the time, seeing as though we've uh, gone through quite a lot, and with what we're ending this show on, seeing as though. <laughs> Last time it took us nearly half an, over half an hour to guess. Um, is there anything else anyone wants to quickly jot on? Or I think it's important that we talk about the uh, accessibility controller Sony's working on. I think it's yes. important to highlight that. Yeah, yeah, that would be uh, very good. Uh, Sony reveals highly customizable accessibility controller for the PS5. Uh, Passes in as they brought it up. Uh, well, I, I don't have a ton of thoughts on it. Like most subjects, I don't research them. Uh, I like that they're doing this, same as I like that Xbox went this route. I think the more people can play, uh, we all win. So I think it's fantastic that they're investing in this and putting something out there to give more people mm-hmm. more ways to play games. Especially, you know, we you never know where life's going to take you, right? And, and we're fortunate in a lot of ways, and some people aren't as fortunate seeing stuff like this being pushed on a professional scale with that kind of fit, finish, and polish. I think it's only a good thing, and I am very glad to see them do that. Yeah, I would agree. I think um, the more people that can enjoy the world of gaming is uh, a win all around. Sentinel? I think it's a good move, um, especially since gaming is so much more mainstream. You know, um, back when all of us were kids, um, you know, the, the NES and the Super NES, I mean, there was pretty much only one controller for the system. And if you couldn't, you know, if you couldn't game with that controller, then you're kind of shit out of luck. But, um, you know, gaming has come so far. And to see them have a controller that is meant specifically for people who have disabilities, that have to uh, game a little bit different, um, you know, I think it's a good move because it's going to help the gaming community become bigger. And um, as mm-hmm. more people, as the gaming community becomes bigger and more people become a part of it, um, a lot of the stigmas that many of us have to deal with, um, you know, like that gaming is for kids or some stupid shit like that, you know, it's eventually yeah. going to go away. But, um, you know, that's that's obviously secondary, but of course primary, that the people that are gamers, but they may have a disability that keeps them from gaming how a lot of us do, they can now partake in gaming like the rest of us. You know, that's great news. Darren? Yeah, I, th- I haven't read too much about it. A bit like Pest, I don't really research, have time to research sort of thing. But if it's similar to what Xbox has done with their controllers, all the better. More people that can join in with the fun and games instead of, like, your people sitting there that are less able to play games they sit there watching relatives or friends play on so well i want to go i want to go and now they can they say there you go there's the one there's a controller let yourself go and then they can just sit there and have so much fun they can all join Mm. in with their family as well now it's great yeah bmg uh draw me to read the ps blog 
to give a bit more context to the controller. Yeah, please. Right. Uh, so, see, this comes over from the uh, PlayStation blog. This hardware kit has been developed in collaboration with numerous accessibility consultants and promises to help many players with disabilities play games more easily, more comfortably, and for longer periods. It's been designed in collaboration with charities such as Able Gamers, Special Effect, and Stack Up, which is like probably three of the main biggest um, charities for gamers with disabilities. So it's it's good that they've connected, you know, actually gone out, researched it, brought in outside help to help them design this. So, you know, that kind of goes in their favor instead of them just putting something together and hoping for the best. And he's built to work in tandem with the PlayStation 5 console to open up new ways of gaming. Project Leonardo, which is currently the code name for the accessibility controller, aims to address common challenges faced by many players with limited motor control, including difficulty holding a controller for long periods, accurately pressing smaller clusters of buttons or triggers or positioning thumbs and fingers optimally on a standard controller. Senior Vice President of Platform Experience, Hayadeki Nishiniro, I have probably butchered your name, I do apologize. Rather than a, a rigid controller, Project Leonardo is being pitched more as a hardware kit, which can be assembled to suit specific needs and requirements effectively. You can mix and match parts of components to create the configuration you need, and it interfaces with the PlayStation 5 to allow complete customization across the board, ranging from button mapping to layout profiles. This really neat thing is that you can pair it with other perishables as required. For example, you can use Project Leonardo on its own, or even join two together. And if a player needs additional help, you can combine it with a traditional dual sense so that a parent or carer control a character while Project Leonardo user pushes the buttons. It's totally versatile design. Uh, the fact that you can you can actually take actually map it how you want. You can physically move parts of Project Leonardo to suit every play style, which is, that's amazing. I don't know if Xbox do the same, uh, if you're able to actually move buttons, thumbsticks, or anything like that. I don't know because I haven't personally, you know, dealt, dealt with it. But the fact that you can have it how you want, have the buttons where you want, uh, have everything in place to make it as easy as possible for you is absolutely amazing. Uh, and and also, if you need a, another person to help you, they can then join a dual sense and help you along with that, or a second, um, you know, project, project Leonardo. And uh, like you say, and as you've all echoed. Um, the more people that can play, the better. You know, games should be accessible to everyone. Everyone should be able to play. Everyone should have an equal opportunity to, to play games. Because um, a lot of people, um, you know, don't have the ability to go outside, socialize, do normal things. And gaming, you know, is a big escape for a lot of people. And if you're limited to what you can play because of a disability, then you know, you're kind of being denied access to so many experiences, whether that's a game on a TV, whether it's VR, AR, uh, mobile, whatever. Um, but the more and more that 
people can play and more people have access to all these different experiences better. And I think it's an amazing thing. Um, is it too late? No. Should PlayStation could have PlayStation done this sooner? Yes. You know, and, and the other side to it is not everyone has a PlayStation 5. There are many, many millions of people that are still on a PlayStation 4. Um, it would have been nice to see them develop it so it works on both consoles. Uh, it's a shame that it's only PlayStation 5 only because I do believe the Xbox adaptive controller works across both Series X, S, and Xbox One. So maybe they're falling short on that side of it and still leaving people behind, but uh, we'll we'll see as uh, time goes on. Yeah. I've not, uh, not announced a release date or a price yet, right? No, they haven't even announced the official name either. It's still in design. I do believe they are still working um, with charities and things just to finalise it and make sure it's fit for purpose. I do believe that it's actually out in the wild in certain people's hands to actually test it out just to make sure it does work across the board before they announce a release date and a price. But I would like to think that they would release this at quite a low price point. Um, personally, you know, maybe $39.99, at the most. Um, because what, cheaper Xbox then? No, on the on this on this new um, project, Leonardo, I'd like to see it coming at a low oh, price. Probably a lot cheaper than Xboxes one then. How much is Hopefully. the Xbox one, Stubbs? About a hundred dollars, I think. I would be shocked no. if it was cheaper than and then, that. And then, because I don't know if you all know, Dad had a stroke two years ago, and his mobility hands. Yeah. He's only gaining one controller, and he's just put. Uh, Xbox needs to work on the adaptive controller for Xbox because the controller isn't actually any good without all the add-ons because everyone's got a different disability or mobility issue and they make you buy add-ons on top that are like £50 each. So it's not an all-in-one... They're not all-in-one controllers. You have to spend more on top. But I would say places... They're good ideas. They were great, but it's it is difficult to make a controller that is for all with with an accessibility controller. That's what Daz is trying to say. But he, he's got on better with the elite. He, he's now learned how to game with one hand. It's incredible, Daz. It is. So he's actually got hands on with it because he's got he's got an adaptive controller. He's never got on with it because you've got to buy the extras on top. I, well. I think that really highlights the issue here, right? Because like, if you're selling the the DualSense controller or an Xbox gamepad, and you're going to have millions and millions and millions of them out in circulation, and you can you can manufacture them cheaper that way, right? But if you're going an accessibility route, not only do they have to be very robust, very adaptable, and then remappable, compatible with all these accessories, they're very expensive to make, yeah. especially to solve all those problems. And then like like he's highlighted with the adaptive controller for the Xbox, these different accessories, because everybody's needs are going to be different. It's a, it's, it's not just expensive. I expect mentally, it's a lot to figure out what you need and how to buy it and set it up. And so, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a challenge from all directions. So hopefully. It's a great principle though. It's a great idea for doing it. Don't 
definitely. But I think you're looking at about $100 for the PlayStation 1, I would say. I'd be shocked if it was cheaper, yeah. I agree, I'd be shocked if it was cheaper. It'd be cool if they would... They won't, right? Because they're going to... They're going to try to use this to sell systems, but it'd be it'd be great to see them put their heads together on one and create an open source option, and That'd then you cool. would then you would have more manufacturing to bring the cost of components down. But they won't do that. Yeah, I think the I think the problem with adaptive controllers or accessibility controllers is they go for the one two fits all approach. Yeah. It's a, yeah, and it's it's obviously I used to run Midbreak game I had three with Paul on, who was also as experienced with that, and he said he, he even said the adaptive control is good, but he says he couldn't he hadn't got one because he, he doesn't know what add ons to buy and he and he can't afford the add ons. It's a it's a it's a great goal to have, but the reality of it for everyone is it's a bit hard, but it's a great concept. Just I thought I'd highlight what Dad said because he's he's had hands on with it, and he, he um, I think Wilmer has bought him one um, after uh, when he got back into gaming, and um, yeah, that's that's what Dad has experienced the problems with it. That's all. Yeah, it's, he's posted the um, UK Dazarus again. The adaptive control is not much good without the add ONS. Because he has one, um, yeah, it'd be it'd be, it'd be good, um, you know, maybe at some point getting UK Dazarus if he's you know if he's happy and willing to to come on and actually talk about it. It'd be nice to get a, a perspective of someone who who's especially what he's gone through and how he's adapted to gaming and and things and how you know mm. the sort of things PlayStation and Xbox have what they're currently have what their you know playstation's bringing out um how that would actually help and you know and what we would we would need ideally to make this work you know it'd be interesting to have him on at some point if he's if he's willing to of course mm. he could take time from his celebrity lifestyle to hang out with us yeah hey, by the way by the way he means the add-ons you need, Which, ONS, you said. You said that that just means the controller's really no good without the add-ons. You have to buy extra for. So, when, when you buy, um, obviously, UK Dazarus, obviously, you know, obviously mentioned it in chat for us. So, say, let's take the Xbox one because we, we know we've got that one. You know, so, you buy this accessibility um, controller, you get the basic one. Does that give you. Is there stuff that comes with that to be access, or do you then have to buy all these add-ons to be able to use it? How does it work? I'm pulling yeah, up yeah. the website here. The Xbox Adaptive Controller, $100, comes with the basic platform, and it's got a, an array of ports across the back that you can map to different accessories that you buy, mm. sold separately, and connect to 3.5-millimeter jacks and USB ports. Right, so mm. as standard, if you just got that $100 adaptive controller, will that only be able to let you play X amount of games? Would you then need the add-ons to be able to play more complex games? My take looking at it, absolutely, this will not be, this will not allow you to play most modern games. It's, it's got a D-pad, two large buttons, uh, select and start, 
Um, I was going to say, it looks, it looks like a, a, a massive NES controller. It's also <laughs> difficult for the said person to work out what they actually need to help them as well. Yeah. It's a risk. Do I buy that add-on that might be the wrong one? It's a, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? you're it gonna is. need you're gonna need to know your use case. That's for sure. Yeah. And then it looks like you can plug in variable triggers, light touch buttons, small buttons, large buttons, uh, foot pedals, analog sticks, joysticks. There's even a quadriplegic uh, control design for quadri quadriplegic. Uh, I don't know exactly what the correct terminology is. It's a heck of a thing to see the picture of. So yeah. all this stuff can be adapted to it and then mapped to use it. But then all these things are additional costs. Yeah, it's it's a shame, is that? It's kind of a bit of a yeah. The, it's all right, the offering. Yeah, we have all this, so everyone else can play. But we only give you this at X price, and it's going to cost you X amount to get all these different things, depending on your disability. Um, it's a shame they couldn't release it as a whole <clears throat> package. Um, uh, and also, UK Dazarus, um, I, I, I don't know, but are you able to um, remap the different options? Are you able to move, like, the, the buttons, the triggers to suit, or is it kind of all just set as one piece? If you you know, if you could let us know, that would be great. Uh, but, yeah, it would be nice, you know, we could get UK Dazarus and, you know, Cerebral yeah. Paul on at some point to actually have a conversation about it because it would be quite interesting to get a different perspective um, and the sort of challenges and different things they face to be able to, uh, to you know, to look at this and maybe what could be done to change things and improve things, you know, be quite good. I've got one more, one more thing I'll say on this. A lot of the links from the specific Xbox adaptive controller site, uh, a lot of those components are sold out, but the quad stick, the one for the quadriplegic needs, uh, 549 US dollars and also sold out. And then there's whoa, a Logitech whoa. adaptive gaming kit that has a variety of different buttons, etc. Also yeah. unavailable, sold out. Goodness. So you've actually got to buy extras to put onto the adaptive controller Correct. to help people. Oh, that that's just money grabbing, isn't it? I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I, I I don't imagine it's money grabbing. Uh, I imagine this is what these components cost, and and they've created a universal platform that's compatible with the console to even let you use these components. Where before you didn't have an option at all. But Could this they not mm. have done sort of the different controllers with the add-ons, sort of a certain add-on on one and a certain add-on on the other, so it adapts to whichever one would be suitable for you you can say all right i'll just pay 200 dollars for that yeah i can see a problem with that because you can't mass produce that and make money you, you wouldn't be making millions of each one would you there's your problem exactly exactly and then because your needs are going to be so you won't be able to build one controller that fits everybody so i actually like the idea of a platform that you can then build out however you need uh, and maybe they thought if they built this, that third-party support would rise up and fill out the options and, and make them more affordable, right? Like boutique outfits and stuff. Uh, I don't believe that's been the case from my quick looking around here. No, it won, it won the Xbox a load of awards, though, for doing it. It did. But that was about it. It fizzled out after that. Mm. It, it would be it would be nice because I, I think building the platform itself was a great idea and a huge win. But it, it doesn't look like, I, at least searching on Amazon and stuff, I'm not finding 
a lot of support for it. The project Leonardo will absolutely be superior. It looks like at least, uh, from it's like it's basic form versus the basic form of the Xbox adaptive controller. But I guess we'll have to see when it comes out. Yeah. UK yeah. Dazarus has confirmed that there's only a couple of buttons you can actually move on the Xbox adaptive controller. He's also confirmed that he will definitely come on as long as he can take the best out of me. That's fine. <laughs> no problem with that. That's fine. We do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think it, there's only one topic left. Which is, I guess, the game. I believe the, uh, the card game. If Stubbs wants to talk about it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stubbs is going to die about this. I haven't. If you lot have got the... Because I'm on my mobile, I haven't got the information. Up, so someone would have to read it. Oh, Stubbs. <sighs> Stubbs. We'll save him. We'll save him. This, is, this has been your thing. This is the, you know, this is that um, Gears of War um, trilogy remaster you've been waiting on. No, nah. the Gears of War reveals coming at E3 this year. Don't worry. <laughs> what do you anticipate, Stubbs? What, E3? Gears of War 6 is coming. You think reveal. so? It's only a reveal, not a release. I hope so. I hope so. Mm. This is the... Uh, right. This is a Gears uh, of War card game to debut at yeah. the Gears 5 Esports Mexico City Major. Coalition has teamed up with tabletop games publisher Steamforged Games... Uh, Dark Souls, the card game, Resident Evil 2, the board game. So I guess they've made that to introduce a new way to enjoy the acclaimed gameplay, compelling characters, visceral action that Gears players know and love, Gears of War, the card game. So I want to get it. Problem is this the remaster guys. we've been waiting on? No. <clears throat> Problem is, I'll get, I, want, I want this card game, but I have no one to play it with. <laughs> I'll play it with you, Stubbs. You just have to. Well played, you just have to play with yourself, Stubbs. Oh, why did you say that? That with Dav in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it should be good. Uh, Green Gears of War. Because to be honest, I mean, if nobody seen this coming, it was it was inevitable. Because when every so many years, um, if you own a trademark like a franchise trademark. You have to re-register it every so many years. It was like because um, everyone it all blew up because everyone say, "Oh, oh, Microsoft's retrading Gears of War." You know the trademark. I think the next game's gonna be called Gears of War Six. That wasn't it. The franchise was always still called Gears of War. Every so many years, you have to re what's it called? Um, renew your trademark, and that's what happened. But they actually included. Card, board, um, card games and board games, etc., in the um, trademark. So it was obvious the card, a card game was coming. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just in the comedy chat. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh dear, dear. That, that may be good. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm, I'm immune to it. Coalition sat there around the table. They're all there. They've got Phil Spencer there. And they're thinking, right, all the people are asking 
for a remaster of the original trilogy. But we think they want a, a card and then game. Phil goes, Let's give the card game. Let's give no, then, it. Then Phil goes, sorry, lads, I've given you budget to Todd Howard. Yes. You can have a card game. Stebs, can you help me out here? Naz made a comment, and it's apparently in like European English. Could you translate that to American English for me? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying. Uh, basically, basically I think what it is, the, the excitement of bashing one out made him lose his hair quicker than what he should have done when he was about... By, by, by the time Stubbs gets about 65. Well, I fucking I lost my hair years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, 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 when you lose your hair, it shows you've got high testosterone <laughs> levels. Clearly you have <laughs> No, it means you've rubbed too many headboards. I don't. <laughs> so, but like you, so, so I'm guessing that goes for you as well, BMG. Yeah, mahogany. I'm a sucker for it. <laughs> Yeah, my missus oh. just asked if Stubbs has been banging his head on the headboard too much. Gravity <laughs> 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 in this show. Oh, wow. <laughs> you wait till you get oh. on the show. You wait. <laughs> it, uh, tell me my, about it. Myself, like most VR users, has a full head of hair. That's because of that bedroom VR shit you're talking about. It's it's because of his. If, if, if you get a chance, go on Twitter and look at a friendly Pessy's man cave. It is so impressive and awesome. No, it's it, amazing. I could That's live amazing. in there. I could live in there. That is so it's so awesome. Is that yeah. where you're podcasting from currently? Your man cave. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I spend most of my time out here. To be honest. I uh, appreciate the compliments. This a uh, 15 year dream finally realized, and I had to build it by hand. Uh, which there's an array of pictures showing the process, but yes. Yep. Yeah, it's all this start oh, cool. to finish, and yeah, what an amazing job. Um, I need I need a, a plastic shed putting up in back garden if you're uh, if you're free pest. I can help you out. I can help you out. Beef jerky. What the hell's beef jerky? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I feel that is. It's American food, isn't it? No idea what it is, though. You can get it in the UK. <laughs> I've never heard of it. What you is it? Have you heard of beef jerky? No, I've heard of it. I don't know what it is. What is it? It's like a dehydrated and salted meat. Pretty good. Sounds Back horrible. It. It's good, bro. Probably <laughs> white. American. <laughs> oh, jeez. They've got it here, yeah. Down the American Isle, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Can I buy it in Aldi? Probably not. But it's super expensive, I tell you that. Mm. Right. Anyone, any, anyone else want to add to that topic? or What, the beef jerky or, or the, the bashing topic we're talking about? The bashing. <laughs> 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 um, Oh. oh no, we're good. We're good. We're good. Alright. 
A bad sign when the comments are more entertaining than the podcast. You know what I mean? Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, no, right. <laughs> oh. oh, there's one for you, BMJ. Uh, Shadow Moles just asked if there's any Destiny 2 news. Uh, yeah, no, nothing at the moment. The um, last stuff that dropped was the new season, which dropped two weeks ago. Um, next thing to land now is Lightfall on the 28th of February. So uh, at the moment, no. If you are currently playing Destiny you and you have Amazon Prime, you have your Prime gaming drops currently. So there's stuff on Ooh, there. I didn't know I've got Prime. Yeah, yeah you've got Prime, your Prime drops on there. Make sure you get them. Uh, and also, there's currently an Assassin's Creed and Destiny crossover. And so, if you're playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you can pick up some uh, Destiny armor and weapons. And if you're playing Destiny 2, you can pick up um, skins for your Guardian, which is Odyssey, Origins, and Valhalla. Um, and there's also one that's of Ed, uh, not Ezio. Uh, Altier from uh, Assassin's Creed one there for um, warlocks. Most people that. won't understand any of that, but there we go. Just a quick question I was going to ask you earlier, Dave. Uh, best character to start on with Destiny Two? Yeah, warlock. Uh, well, or... I always started as warlock, and I've always oh, been right. warlock. But I had issues with mine because my warlocks, my warlocks from original. No one wants hunter. Don't go hunter. Uh, my um, warlock was originally from Destiny 2, and I was having issues, especially recently, where I couldn't progress anymore. I wasn't everything I picked up was lower. Nothing was building me to get higher light level, um, so I deleted my warlocks. I'm pretty sure there was some sort of bug or something was wrong, and I thought, right, I'll go as Titan, and. Literally, I, I've barely touched story content, which I need to work through, and I've literally just thrown through the levels, and I've got my light level up to 1574 now, uh, and I couldn't get above 1568 for my Warlock, no matter what I did, so um, there's definitely a so glitch Titan's there. Titan's probably the best way to start. Titan, if you want to play, if you like Halo and you like the way Spartans work, um, yeah. I would go... Titan and the Superman punch is just awesome. We just punch everyone in the head, and um, <laughs> one of your super moves is you literally run, jump in the air, and you just fly through the air with the fist in front of you. So you're flying, dive into a load of enemies, and they just all explode. It's awesome. I'll have to, I'll have to get a Bloodline T-shirt when I play that. Acknowledge me, <laughs> Roman Reigns. WWE reference. Oh, it's 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 proper. You've actually got one of the finishing moves you got is the Superman punch where he dr- jumps up, oh, leans sweet. back, and punches forward. Yeah, that yeah. sounds really good. Yeah, but I'm having fun as a Titan. Really enjoying it. Yeah. Sorry, anime. Oh. Go ahead. Seems a lot out of the way. I think it's time for 20 questions. Oh, yeah. So, who wants, the first, who wants to ask the first question? So, right. So, again, it's, I take it it's the same rules. We've got 19 same questions. Rules. The 20th question has to be the guess. If we yeah. guess the game, 
if we say a game and it's wrong, we automatically lose, yeah? Yes. Right, okay. Um, did this game come out before January 2000? No. Right, so we know it's not a 70s, 80s, 90s game. Yeah. Uh, did this game I'm guessing come that out? Wasn't, I'm guessing that wasn't the second question. No, 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 no. Talking to, <laughs> to my team friends here. Did this game come out after 2010? No. No, so it's between 2000 2010, so that lands us with what? Um, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, Xbox One, Nintendo Wii... Nintendo Wii U. Um, Was it Nintendo exclusive DS's? to any platform? No. No. So it's a third. Are you, sorry, are you sure? You, you didn't sound very sure then. I'm just double checking. Um, no. Doesn't look like it. Right. What originally? Originally, it wasn't it wasn't exclusive at all. Wasn't exclusive originally. Right. So we know it could be multiple platforms. Um, yeah. ooh, right. So we know it came out between two thousand two thousand and ten. Um, it wasn't exclusive, so it was multi-plat. So it was a third-party game. Uh, did, do, you did guys, this... uh, do you guys want to try to narrow down the genre? Yeah. You want to do that? Yeah, 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 we could do. Is, is uh, it an action game? Yes. Right. See, see, yeah, we've got action, but could that be action adventure? Is it rated yeah. M for mature? That'll be an eighteen here, Raz. Anime. Oh, it'd be sixteen. Would it be sixteen plus? It'd be sixteen. Wouldn't it? The ratings changed the, the, the years. Back then, it would be like an eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find the thing. Oh, you're not even prepared. Uh, he's not prepared. <laughs> you're supposed to be prepared, bro. Yeah, he's looking on Amazon right now to try to find the information. Is <laughs> <laughs> he going on Wikipedia? I'll, right. I'll, help, I'll help you look it up, Anna. May send me the name of it. <laughs> so we know it's came out between 2000 2010 wasn't exclusive it was a third party game an action game and what was your question again darren uh, mine was oh. is it an action game oh actually? sorry uh, it is pest one wasn't it oh sorry uh, pest or was it pest or was... sentinel asked if it was rated 18 or um, yeah um, yeah, Sentinel. Yeah, that wasn't me. So technically, it could be it could be a, a generation six or seven console game. Yeah, so probably yeah. need to narrow that down. I, w- um, I, w- I, I wonder if we can if we could try and maybe if we can find out if it was on like the PlayStation Three, Xbox One sort of generation, and then go go maybe go if from it, there. If it didn't come out before. Or if it didn't come out after 2010, it wasn't on the Xbox One. Well, I'm, I would just. Oh, yeah, it was 2013. 
Yes, generation yeah. generation seven would be three sixty PS. Oh yes, yeah, three six, yeah, three sixty. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generation oh, yeah, it will six be, yeah. would be original Xbox, PS two. So uh, when when did the PS two drop? Was that well? one? they still had games releasing until like what 2012, 2013. So yeah. it could also include PS two and original Xbox games. That's well, that's what I'm saying. If you specify which generation of console yeah. that it was on. That solves yeah. your year problems. Yeah, let's let's try and narrow that down. Um, well, go what should we should we ask if it was the PS3, Xbox 360, Wii, Nintendo Wii generation? That would be Maybe generation. Seven. By the way, yeah. By the way, the yeah. answer to the rated M plus it was fifteen. Alright, so that's a no. So it's right. Okay, so fifteen. That now obviously narrows it down a bit more. Um, did this come out? In the Xbox 360, PS3 generation originally. No. No. Oh. Right, right. So we're going back to... Um, like original X Xbox, PS2. <clears throat> Xbox, PS2. Um, what else did we have? Did we have a Nintendo DS back then? No, pretty we didn't. Sure, pretty sure that's when they launched the Switch. Or GameCube. Possibly GameCube. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the GameCube, uh, the Game Boy Advance, or the Advance right. SP. Uh, do, 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 right. So we try try and narrow down the type of game. Maybe like is it? Um, maybe, maybe do a bit of a cheat. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe well, should we try and find out if it's first person, third I person? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Figure yeah. out. What do you reckon, Stubbs? I don't know. I'm no good at this. <laughs> uh, uh, on behalf of Stubbs, is this a third-person type of game? Yes. Right. So we've got okay. a third-person action-adventure that is not mature, not platform-exclusive, and came out on the original Xbox or PS2 or GameCube. Right, mm -hmm. right. So what was cross-generation then that was... Um, what was this a open world game? Um, it was open world style, yes. Open world style, hmm. So maybe part open world, part linear, maybe like the likes of like Uncharted, yes. where you were like, you yes. had like, yeah, sort of, yeah, 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 okay, okay, okay. That narrows person. it down a bit. In a third person perspective. Um, yes. So that could be like you like maybe Tomb Raider, the original Uncharted, because the Uncharted 1 was PlayStation 2, I think. Um, Condemned. What was Condemned? No, that was first person, wasn't it? Condemned. Yeah, that was first person. Uh, you know what it could be? It could be. Uh, and this is not a guess towards you, anime, but it could be a Star Wars Battlefront title. Mm. Because you're talking oh, third-person action-adventure. I don't think it was rated M. Uh, it wasn't an exclusive. <clears throat> came out on original Xbox. Well, mm, right. Uh, do you, as your main weapon, do you use guns in this game? Yes. Right, right. So we can. So do blasters fall under the category as guns or? Mm, yeah, it'd be like action yeah. shooter, wouldn't it? Action adventure shooter. 
How many questions do we have left? So, what were the questions so far? That was our seventh question. Yeah. Okay. Right. So we got thirteen. <clears throat> right, including the guess. Yes. Right. So we know it's action adventure. We know it's in that original Xbox, PlayStation Two, Game Boy, you know, generation. So we know we're sort of around there. It's semi semi open world action mm-hmm. adventure. You use guns as your main weapon. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm is thinking. this game is this game available on handheld consoles? No. Okay, because I uh, wanted to narrow that down because we had a few from back then. Yeah. Is it? I, uh, uh, would anyone be opposed if I ask if it was a Star Wars game? Because you got no, Knights of the Republic, as Shadow suggested, and then Star Wars. Games. Oh yeah. Is this a Star Wars game? No. Okay, so that Ooh. eliminates a lot. A lot of games. A lot of games. Um. Is the developer? Hmm, I got a message. Do we? Do we say? Do I go? I'm, what I'm thinking is: Do I say developer, publisher, still in business? That's a good one. Hmm, which one should we go for? Because obviously, you could have what the developer's not necessarily the same as a publisher back then, is there? Well, a lot of the publishers will be more more in business than developers would be, because there's been a lot of development studios that have gone away. Yeah. So should we go go with developer? Yeah. Is the developer still in business today? No. No. Ooh. That narrows it down. Right, right, right. So if they're not in development, so that all major studios are gone, all current studios out. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Ooh. Was there more than one game in this franchise? Yes. Mm, so it's part of a series. And so we're talking. It's come out. It's come out. It's we've obviously in the first five years, uh, action adventure, third person, semi-open world. Developers <laughs> no longer in business. Added on to no developers in business. Does that mean they're not around now? Yeah, they're, they're all gone. dead. They're all they're dead. All- <laughs> what I mean is, they they closed for business then, but are they since reformed into another today? No, I think that'd be a bit too much because obviously we then we're trying to work out who they are now to try and narrow down what they were. Um, you know, I tell you what checks a lot of boxes is the Splinter Cell games. Those were oh the original. Plus. Those were 15 plus third person action adventures, but those were made by Ubisoft and they're still around. So if you're mm. pulling a BMG on us and cheating, now's the time to come clean. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Never I forget. Might, I might have an idea what it is, but I need, I'll need, to, I don't know. What about, should we try and, um, try and find out if we're playing as a male or female character or even a human? Cause it, you know, it could be, we could be a, completely different character um oh i don't know um West <laughs> oh i don't know he'll be he'll be back he'll pop back can up you, in a can set can you play as male or female in this game oh okay well, well, well before you answer before you answer thing is if he says no 
to, if you can play male or female, that still doesn't tell us if you play as a male or a female character because you're asking if you can be male or female. It doesn't say male or female human. It just says male or female. Mm. So unless you're yeah. playing as the Terminator, you're going to play as a male or female. So you could all word it as, could you play as, can you play as either male or female? Maybe like that way. If you just... Oh, go on, Darren. You ask, mm. you just ask it. Go on, you ask it. Go ahead. Darren. Can you play as either male or female? No. So it's a specific Ooh. character. Oh, right. that's put my uh, yeah. Okay, so it, it's semi. It's kind of open world, um, but it's a specific character, not one that you can create. Mate, did we ask if you play as a human? Because obviously, you could have male or female aliens, animals, stuff like that. If we... I think it's a great question, I say do it. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you play as a human in this game? No. No. Right. Okay. That's that's took a lot off the table. Right. Oh. Do, 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 do. Action was, uh, do you guys remember if like Blinks was on multiple platforms or was that an exclusive? Do you guys remember? That, that was PlayStation only, if I remember rightly. Well, I, I know it was on Xbox. Was it? Oh, my, sorry, Xbox. No, yeah, Crash Bandicoot was only on PlayStation. So you know, something be... we're not something we're not considering is if it's a if it's a console game or a PC game, because if it's a PC game, that's going to open it up a lot more. Oh no! Didn't Ooh. didn't we ask if it was on the uh, original Xbox PS3 generation, and we got a yes? Well, yeah, but we wouldn't did. wouldn't PC games launched during that generation count as that generation? I say that's cheating. Mm. Yeah, you wouldn't do, you wouldn't do the dirty like that, was would you, anime? No. No. Okay. Right. So we'll we'll, we'll assume it's a console. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. God. Ah, oh, right. Um, how do we how do we narrow this down? So we know it's an action adventure game. We know it's third person, semi open world. Your main weapon is a gun. Um, we know it's in the PS two Xbox One generation. Original OG Xbox, Xbox. originally. Yep. Um, That's the Xbox can- Zero. The Xbox Zero. The Xbox Zero. <laughs> can you play this game? currently on backwards compatibility like yes. Or like yes oh so right so that means you can still play it now oh get your xbox who's typing not me, not me. i haven't got a keyboard so not me that was I, I, i'm typing the questions we've asked down so i know how many we have oh well, i'm, that's I'm that's muted so that's a bit hard <laughs> <laughs> Right, the stubs, you... <laughs> as, as like a future reference, when we do this game, I think we're dumb enough to pick fairly common game and it still be a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. I'd say. Uh, stubs, what are you thinking? We know it's an action adventure on the original Xbox or PlayStation 2 generation. Uh, we know it's third person. We know your main weapon's a gun, semi-open world. Uh, didn't come to handhelds. And you don't play as a human. Oh, I haven't done a clue. I'm useless at this. And the game's the game's not exclusive, so it was multi-platform, so that rules out like. So no, I mean, I mean, as the Sentinel pointed out the other week, that uh, you said that Bioshock was exclusive. 
to Xbox when it was exclusive originally. Originally, when it, yeah, that's why I asked before. Um, originally, because originally it was exclusive. Okay, I right. don't have a clue. Right, right. Um, do you use vehicles in this game? Yes. Man, Ooh. I'm so confused. Hmm. Right, so you, you can use vehicles in this game. Third person. Oh! Uh, no, no. Sorry I, was, sorry, I was thinking Grand Theft Auto then, but no, because you play as a human. You don't play as a human. Yeah. Yeah, but it's multi-platform. Okay. It's, multi it's part of a series, and you can play it on backwards compatibility now. Oh, I'm stumped. Really stumped. It's not an easy win, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, for third person, so we know it's got 3D graphics. Um, see, I asked if you had guns, but I didn't ask if you're holding the guns or anything like that. So maybe you're, you are the vehicle, and the vehicle has guns. Maybe. But I, I would think you're still a human driving the vehicle, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, even Twisted Metal, the characters had backstories and stuff. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Twisted Metal on them lines. Yeah, but Twisted uh, Metal's an exclusive, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, action adventure. Did Can't anybody get... did anybody play the Oddworld games? Do those check any of these boxes? I was I'm not familiar with those. No, that's um like a two point five D scroller, isn't it? And you don't use okay. weapons and you don't pilot vehicles and it's not open world, so <laughs> to speak. Um can I just mention on that one that Munch's Odyssey wasn't? Hmm. Was it not? On the original, no. on the original console. On the on the original Xbox, Munchies Odyssey was a three was a three D game. Yeah, but you don't you don't hold weapons, do you? You don't hold a gun. No, because I asked if you hold a gun. Um, no, but I was I was just answering past uh, question because I know it wasn't directed at me. Okay. Ah, right. Okay. 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 Um. In and out of vehicles, you don't play as a human. Uh, what what game did you operate a vehicle that you weren't a human in? Anything spring to mind? No. Um, I got nothing. Star Fox? Maybe something along them lines? That would have been a not... Nintendo exclusive though, right? Yeah. Was, Was the original... Yeah. It's, it's, it's been on both consoles, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. I know that wasn't a question, but it's still Nintendo exclusive, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's third party as well. The developer's no longer in business. It's a tough one, dude. It's a tough it one. is. It is. Can um, uh, do you play as an alien in this game? Yes. Ah, right, okay, okay, okay. So with that rules out any games about with animals, you're an alien in this game. Oh, oh, I think... It's got to be that I game think, they just remade, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. 
Um, <laughs> is the name of this alien... Oh, God, what's his name? Uh, is it Proto? Proto? You're close. Ooh. You're close. Uh, uh, yeah. I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. Um, <laughs> are you a... Because you're, you're, you're wanting to ask the name of the character from the Destroy All Humans game, right? That's it. That's if where I can, I'm going. If I can rem- I'm trying to remember his name here. Uh, I just oh, played I this played the other day. Recently. It'll come to yeah, mind. Yeah, I played it recently as well. I can't think of his bloody name. Because, uh, well, in the original game, when you first start in the cutscene, the actual original one dies. You actually play as a clone, and every time you die, you play as another clone. Um... So maybe do we ask, do you play as an alien clone in this game and go to Earth? Maybe? What do you reckon? His name was Ah, Crypto. That's what it was. Crypto. Crypto, that was it. That was Um, his name. Well, maybe if we ask, was these games recently remastered? Because they've just recently remastered both one and two, haven't they? I, I think you're right. I didn't play mm. them, so I don't remember. I know they, yeah. I know they just remastered them. I just don't know the details. Yeah, both games um, released multi-platform on both the X original Xbox and the PlayStation Two. Uh, Was this game series recently remastered. Yes. <laughs> so, right. So I we got, figured out we the game. To, we just have to figure out need, which one it was. May, no, maybe was was this game the first in the series? Yes. <laughs> um, Darren, you're the guest. Do you want to take the honors? I'm at a loss. I, I thought it was something else, but. Uh, he said it wasn't an alien, you know, wasn't human. That threw well, me off. How many questions do we have left? How many questions do we have left? I thought you knew, Pat. I was keeping We do. So... <laughs> we know. Oh, okay. Hang on. Let me count them. We have 12 questions left. I think we're on like 17. So we got, right. like, what, two or three left? We, so we know is the, the main, game. Is the main character's name Crypto? Yes. Okay, so it's the first in the series. Uh, his name's Crypto. It has to be. It has to be destroy all humans. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yay! We got it. Hey! Holy crap! <laughs> wow, that was that was a that was a good one. Wow. Was, I'm all we, nice. we got we got there. <laughs> so when, when, when did That's it originally release? Game, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's good. That's good. When when the uh, anime uh, said like twenty questions, I thought, oh god, he's gonna, he's going to go around and ask the panel like questions. I went, oh no, don't don't please. I didn't realize no, it was no. an actual game. <laughs> yeah, no, he comes up with the the host comes up with a game, and we have twenty questions include, and in that twenty questions, you have a guest to try and work out the game. Now, I think we did well. I think I think we uh, uh, worked out that quite well. Well done. So who was who was the original developer? That's no longer in business. Pandemic Studios. Ah, okay. Which is yes, really yeah. funny. Which is really funny because they were they started talking about the re-release during the pandemic. Ah. Be damned. 
Happy days, so that's um, that's one one point to us. That's good. Awesome. Awesome. Outstanding. Of course, you guys would have won last time if there wasn't some cheating involved. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, right? Look, look, look. <sighs> Next time, I will properly research. <laughs> I think it's a fun game. I think it's a fun game, and there's a lot of little fun games to be had at the end of the show like this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we did well. You know, when, he, out- when he said about the guns being held, I, I immediately thought like Pess nearly came out of it. He said Splinter Cell, but I was actually thinking of Gabe Logan, the character from Siphon Filter. That's what I was thinking of. But as soon as he said, "Oh no, you're not human," I thought, "Oh, that buggers that one up." <laughs> I didn't. Well, I didn't think Crypto really had a gun. I thought he had like because a little that blaster. was on the PS2, wasn't it? The uh, Siphon Filter. That was, uh, I think that used to be Ben Studio. Was it Ben Studio? Or something called something else back then? Uh, you were very close if I'd have picked another game by Pandemic. What's that? Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, that's that's what I thought it was at first until we asked the Star Wars question. Yeah, uh, full spec. The Pandemic Studios is known for a variety of titles, including Full Spectrum Warrior. Star Wars Battlefront, Dark Reign 2, Destroy All Humans, Mercenaries, and The Saboteur. Oh, The Saboteur, that was a brilliant game. I enjoyed that. Played that on the uh, yeah. 360. Yeah, good, good pick. Yeah, once once we eliminated you were human and you wasn't an and we was an alien, it kind of made it... Yeah, I think I think that's where we kind of got the turning point. Uh, but yeah, semi-open yeah. world, um, action-adventure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And to work to, to let you know, it was defunct in two thousand and nine. Ah. <clears throat> so when did that oh. game come out? Oh five, something like that. Oh five. Yeah. June oh five. See, yeah, we were right around that era between like yeah, two thousand, two thousand and five. So yeah, yeah, we nailed it. Nailed it. Now that's a win yeah. for us. Oh, yeah. Well done, guys. Definitely better than last time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> if I remember the rules, now BMG has to get a tattoo, right? No, no, no. That's no, exactly no. right. <laughs> right, well, I think that's it for tonight, guys. Uh, first off, I want to say a big thank you to the guest, Darren, tonight. Um, you've been an absolutely amazing member much. of the panel. Uh, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch under Dazzy Dazzler, all small cases, and on Twitter, capital A C E and small letters as in Etsia Zio, two thousand and nine. I.e., my favourite Assassin's Creed character, Ezio Auditore, two thousand and nine, the first appearance. So that's where you can find me on Twitter. BMG. Mm. Yeah, yeah, brilliant show tonight. It was fun. Um, yeah, 20 questions as well. You know, that was uh, it was really good fun. I really enjoyed that. Uh, like being on the other side of it instead of knowing the game. And uh, it's great, great being on the guessing side and working with the panel to to figure it. But yeah, you can uh, find me on Twitter at BowmanGamer. Uh, you can also find me here, obviously here at Stasis Chat and on the Twitter there. And you can also find me over at the XBL Party Podcast um, where I'm on there on Thursday evenings at 8 p.m. GMT. And you can also find myself and Sentinel over on the 
PSN Party Podcast on Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. GMT. Uh, you can find me with BMG um, on Stasis Chat, obviously. Also on PSN Party Podcast. I am on Twitter. I tweet, I tweet a little too much, probably. Sometimes I tweet like 300 times a day, so that's probably a little excessive. <laughs> but um, it's all good. It's uh, S3NT1N3L17 at Sentinel17, alphanumeric. I'll post it in the chat for anyone who's confused by that. I know it's a little ridiculous, but it's also uh, the same on Twitch. So if you do watch live streams, check me out on Twitch. Um, I'm also on there as well. Oh, sorry. I forgot to add, uh, you find both me and Sentinel uh, on uh, the XBL Party Podcast as well as the PSM yes. Party Podcast. Yes, uh, I'm also, um, yeah. I guess I'm now a panel member of XBL Party Podcast. He so is. Phenomenal. So three podcasts a week. Outstanding. Oh, and what about your your the show that you do, Sentinel? The uh, oh right, small um, on Spotify. yeah, I have a I have my own podcast on Spotify. It's the Real Sentinel Seventeen podcast, exactly as it sounds. You can also find it on Anchor, so just check it out there as well. Mm-hmm. Stubbs. Right, thanks for having me on again. It's good to be on. You can follow me on twitter.com and youtube.com. <laughs> I'm never going to write that down. That's it. He's still going to share it. I'm not really bothered if people follow me or not. <laughs> Where can we find you, Anime Raza? <laughs> I'm missing. We've missed someone. Uh, Where can we pass. find you, Pass? Yes, you missed every time. My turn. Just patiently waiting my turn. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and YouTube at a friendly pest. I've also started the Discord where I organize weekly VR game nights. Uh, that link to that is in the description of my Twitter bio. If you want to check that out, and then every week on this podcast here, where I am so grateful to be. A panel member among such a varied and interesting group of people. I uh, I really like the formula we've got going and the different perspectives that bring forward the civil conversations and the variety of interests. I enjoy this every week, so thank you for having me on. And my, me, myself, and I, you can find me on Twitch. No, you can't. Not anymore. You can find me on Twitter, um, Anime Raza, and you can find me on YouTube.com. Or slash anime. <laughs> so, thank you all. Thank you to the panel members. Thank you to the great chat. You've been an absolute had us in hysterics tonight. And for the happy new year to you all. And remember, guys, stay frosty. Take care, guys. Bye. See ya. See ya. Long live the king. <laughs> <laughs>